7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey, you can keep them, London or whoever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Uh, we're not brought well you can hear us across the pond if you're up that late uh, in jolly old england where it's not so jolly right now because you're stuck with the shit gibbon that we're usually stuck with right now and uh and all and all of his uh, awful kin and hats <laughs> question mark <laughs> uh for hats <laughs> yeah um and uh and of course uh, welcome to the program joe santors is grand pennsylvania the electric city hello sir and one good thing is that when he's in london he's not in scranton that's true or cleveland so right. and so or, or rain from four freedoms blog washington dc the betway bureau the the, the bubble the home of the blob <laughs> oh dear god it's been i gotta tell you something the past couple of days have been delightful Mm -hmm. low humidity low temperatures it's Mm -hmm. just been oh my goodness it's been beautiful since they left for europe oh yeah yes 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 It, it has been it's oh delightful well before trump left uh he played some golf on sunday Oh. <laughs> and um god. what's that oh did he play oh, golf golf with god was it baby jesus oh. what, what's the baby jesus's handicap um <laughs> does he wear cleats <laughs> or sandals um <laughs> always look on the bright side of life yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> so all right, so Trump went golfing before he left for uh, for the UK, and apparently Jerry Falwell Jr. he called out on great faith leaders, evangelical mega churchers, you know, whores, um, huh? called on them to pray for our president. Um. And, uh, you know, make it a national prayer, national prayer day for fat Donnie and pray that he don't choke on a cheeseburger. Um, and, uh, Trump tweeted about it, but apparently forgot about it and couldn't be bothered to actually go to church. So I guess somebody in his caravan did a Goo Goo church. Uh, go do a Goo Goo church. You're going surfing on the internet to find a Goo Goo church. 
uh, or a church that, you know, Fat Donnie could just like plunk himself into and, and disrupt services. You know, I mean, Fat literally searched for a church that was en route back to D.C., right? That was my understanding. Like from okay. the golf from the golf club to back to DC, he they charted out and they were like, "Oh, here's here's a church you can go to." Yeah, actually, because his his golf course is in Sterling, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And this was at the McLean Bible Church in Vienna, Virginia. Yeah. So okay. he, he he goes in, he waddles on stage. He's you know not wearing a tie <laughs> or anything. He's like he has on like a golf shirt, and he still he walked onto the stage with his USA baseball cap on that he wears when he plays golf. And, and his golf cleats. Mm, oh, did he have his golf cleats on? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. That is oh, yeah. fucking classy. Never he took his, his cleats off. He, he yeah. had his golf cleats. Well, to be fair, that's like a 30-minute process to get those suckers off because he's not mm. doing it. Um, you know, He can't even get he toilet paper off his shoe or fold an umbrella. He doesn't even know they're there. No, you can't even see. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hasn't so, seen those feet in years. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> yeah, he was so mad that Obama put his feet on the desk because he's jealous because he knows he'll pull a pull a hamstring if he tries to put his feet up. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and Chris Hayes on his show, God bless him, uh, featured uh, had a little feature on Thing One and Thing Two uh, on this, and Thing One was. Uh, Trump uh, basically putting the uh, well here. I'll, I'll I'll let I'll let Chris Hayes explain what exactly happened with this church. Thing one tonight: a pastor in Virginia is apologizing to his congregation tonight after he prayed for a man dressed in shabby clothes who'd wandered into his church yesterday. The problem is the man is the president of the United States. See, it all began when evangelical leader Franklin Graham called for a national day of prayer for the president and got more than three hundred fellow conservative Christians. Oh, let me apologize. I said Jerry Falwell Jr. organized it. It was Franklin Graham. I'm sorry. Those assholes confuse me because they're so similar and assholey. Um, So anyway, (laughs) leaders to sign on to participate. Trump had been retweeting Graham all weekend, but also obviously wasn't going to be going to church on a golf day. But after 18 holes at Trump National in Sterling, Virginia, he threw the clubs in the trunk, hopped in the motorcade, and apparently, as David Waldman suggests on Twitter, Google, Google Maps the closest church on the way home. Trump then walked into that church, clearly uh, unshowered and wearing a blazer over his golf clothes. You can see he's still got the golf shoes on and his golf hat, which he remembered to remove after he was already on stage. And that revealed the newest Trump hairstyle, 18-hole hat head. Now, a White House spokesperson said the president made the unplanned stop at McLean Bible Church in Vienna, Virginia, to, quote, visit with the pastor and pray for the victims in community of Virginia Beach in the wake of the mass shooting there on Friday. But Pastor David Platt said in a statement tonight that he got a call out of the blue that the president was on his way to the church and wanted them to pray for him. There was no mention of the Virginia Beach shooting at any point in the president's 15-minute visit. Pastor Platt has now apologized to his congregation for leaving the prayer for Trump, saying his aim was in no way to endorse the president, his policies, or his party. If you're looking for a pastor who will do all those things, oh, do we have the guy for you? And he's thing two in 60 seconds. Oh, I need you to pray for me. Uh, Seriously, (laughs) it's going to help. All right, what the what the hell? What uh, the this, hell? What the this hell? This is offensive. Did you see the hair on so? Yeah, oh, I, I saw I, the hair. I did. Or, or 
Oh, wait, let me rephrase that. Did you see what is left of his hair? Uh, I saw a lot of grease. A lot of, a lot sweat, of sweaty, dirty saw, grease. A lot of skull. A lot, yeah. a lot of skull. I saw a deeply unhealthy human being. Yeah. I like the way Chris Hayes put it. He had nine, uh, eight, eight, nine whole, nine whole hair, nine whole, he, nine whole he, hat he really, hair. Joe, honestly, he he really looked deeply unhealthy when he walked across the stage. He looked like, I mean, I've had I've had great aunts and uncles who you walk them across the stage when they're at a wedding for their great nieces or great nephews, mm-hmm. and and you kind of just help them. He, and because they're that old and that unhealthy. He looked that way. He well, did, he but he was he was walking in cleats. It's almost like walking in heels. Well, like I said, I've had some great aunts. Which, by the way, I wonder what what the cost was to fix the floor once he left. Yeah, really, really. I mean, do you do you disagree how, at how literally looking at him? I at don't all? think no, he no. I, like a really neither frail. of us do. Did you see the fat penguin he was at the dinner the other oh, night? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Did you see like they try to put a a, a waistcoat on him? Oh. And and it it looked like they had they 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 put a the skin of a sausage around them. Oh. <laughs> well, back to this <laughs> I, I, though. I got to tell you, I mean, going back to this this church thing, this is where I I see that they tried to you know clean him up and make him look a little healthier. No. But I don't know how you could put that genie back in the bottle. No, what he, did, what, shit. what he did it the way he looked at that Bible church. It, it, that that really. That really bothered me. I was like, oh, all the jokes that we make about him? No, he's not healthy. He is not in his mind. But this is the this is the thing. It, it's offensive to me on so many levels. Yeah, visually offensive, and he does look sickly. He does not look well. This is not you know. But he's uh, he's looked work. a lot. He's looked a lot worse um, than than this. Um, uh, like that interview. The actually that friendly interview he did a while ago with uh, that British guy from Fox. He looked like death warmed over. Um, uh, the. <clears throat> What's really offensive is that they are using a, a tragic slaughter again, um, yes. a, a mass shooting, you know, from an NRA poster boy, um, and using that as an excuse for basically, like, it, it seems like the phrase that comes to mind with what Trump did is it's like he was trying to cash in his chips before he left the country. You know, yeah. like go in. Oh, oh shit! I forgot. I was playing golf, and in, in uh, you know the scummy priest preacher. One, you know the the uh, Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham said he was going to have everybody pay for me. I need the I need the magical power before I go in the airplane. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. He, I bet you somebody googled and it's like I found a Baptist church close by, sir. Yeah. And that pastor, that pastor apologized uh, from that church, and he should have because he sh- never should have said, "Yeah, that's fine." And, and but damn straight, they should have during that fifteen minute minute appearance stuck a microphone in front of Trump's face and had him say something about the victims of of the latest mass shooting. He was in the same state. 
Yeah, it's a state I just recently lived in. Yeah. So And it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, I, and and you know, so so that is the worst thing about it. That is absolutely the worst thing about this is that it is just I don't know if he truly I don't truly believe that he thinks uh that prayer works. I don't think he believes in God. I don't, I, I, I mean, it, he doesn't behave like any, even the worst Christians I know, he behaves worse than them. I think the, what no, he did Trump is does not believe in God. Because he just, believed in God, he would not have shown up at a church and expected them to pray for him. Yes. That it is, is that is, the that is per, of what is said in the Bible. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, it's selfish prayer and it's looked, it's frowned upon. And, so basically what he was doing is i guess cashing in the chips is you know uh, he wanted to get some adulation before he left that's all he wanted he wanted it to a uh, photo op of look at me i'm in a church and oh look how many people the franklin graham said are going to be praying for me because i'm special and i'm good why does he need prayer if he's if he was already fucking appointed by god why does he need why prayer does- why does God need a starship? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, all these paintings of, you know, Jesus guiding his hand, you know, by signing executive orders or whatever. And all the, you know, that, that asshole that did the forgotten man painting and Trump standing up for him and all this holy biblical Middle Eastern imagery that, you know, that, oh, he's the anointed one. He's the chosen one. He's sent directly down heaven's chimney to save us all. Why does he need prayer? Why does he need two Corinthians? He doesn't need them. I mean, arguably, the cult should be praying to him. And they probably do. I suspect some of them do, actually. Yeah. They probably have a... they, they they, They envision Trump's face when they think of God, you know. I mean, I just, I I guess one of the things that really irritates me is that, you know, I, I hate to do the, when Obama... But Barack Obama did not go to church regularly, which is fine. That was always cool with me. I I don't care about that. I think he's an atheist, too. Huh? I think he's an atheist. Obama. Or or he, well, maybe, maybe. I think I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to question, you know, his faith at all, but I just, he behaves far too rationally for me to, to think that he actually... Uh, no, I, I'm sorry because I know a lot of rational Christians. I'm, I, I but I, 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 I think I think that Barack personally, I believe that Barack Obama might be um, agnostic or isn't sure where his his beliefs yeah. lie, which I think is much more honest than pretending to be uh, an evangelical like Trump. Because oh, yeah. you know, we we our last president didn't go to church all the time. No. He went, he went here and there, and then, you know, whenever, it doesn't even matter when he went. I don't care if presidents go to church or not. I don't. The fact that he went to church this Sunday, after Franklin Graham was like, we all need to pray for the president, and he showed up at, at, from everything that I understood, was supposed to be a prayer service for the victims of of the Virginia Beach shooting, is gross. It's gross. No, it's it's antithetical to 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 real Christian values. Uh, you know, he showed up. Somebody I don't know who it could have been him. I don't get this man anymore because no. I think that his his brain is really becoming 
moldy Swiss cheese. He just needs praise. He himself needs praise. That's the only yeah, reason. That's, that's the only reason. Crazy. It's like I'm not gonna miss golf. Just find me a fucking church and I'll go when I'm done for 15 minutes. But then I want to get home and shower. You really think he showered? You really do? Somebody else probably, they probably just got out like the brushes they use for elephants and hosed them down. I think the only thing that happened is they sat him down on one of those little old old person seats and washed his little feet off. (laughs) And maybe sprayed his bum hole. Uh, my bunghole. I haven't played that. I'm really at the point where I don't know if Trump can stand up in the shower. Um, I'm not even kidding with you. Nobody says he does. Because he really, seeing him on that stage at that church, he looked really, really not well. First of all, he doesn't stand anywhere. He leans forward. And he's got probably a steel rod up his ass that keeps him upright. Either that or his shoes are glued to the floor. (laughs) <laughs> and he's just leaning forward, but he can't fall over. Oh wow, like, president! President with the "Who wore it better?" pictures of. <laughs> I know. I know. Yes, yes, that was brilliant. I know. That's great. Look at that waistcoat. That's that's quite a waist to begin with. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. So, uh, but let, let's see. This is a little off topic, but I wanted to talk about this too because evangelicals we should be called evil evangelicals because they are fucking evil. Um, in this, in the thing too that Chris Hayes did, he talked about a recent appearance, a recent interview um, from uh, I don't know the woman's name, but she works for Inside Edition, and she confronted Kenneth Copeland, uh, mega church evangelical who uh, who like uh, uh, you know uh, the Falwells and the in the oh God, why can't I think of his name? I just said both of their names. Um, Falwell and Graham and, you know, the Swaggerts and, you know, all these, all these, all these freaks out there. Yeah. Baker, Baker's a fucking loser at this point. Um, selling his, no, Jim Baker's still alive. He's selling food buckets. Um, Tammy Faye's wife. Husband. I mean, Tammy Faye's husband. Yeah. He's, he sells food bucket. He sells food buckets. Uh, and he he's a Trump cultist. So is uh, so is Kenneth Copeland. And Kenneth Copeland is quite possible. I don't know how anybody could attend this guy's church and see that man's face and listen to the filth and ugliness and stupidity that he spews. Who does baby talk on the stage and pretends he's speaking in tongues? At one point. He seemed to forget what he was saying about like their one of their Canadian ministries or something like that, and the the fucking creep just started doing baby talk. Listen. Oh, oh, that's real profound. How could somebody sit there and listen to that and be like, oh, wow, that's really God speaking through him in, in baby talk? Speaking in tongue. Speaking in tongue. Hamalama. Got a hamalama. You know, that, that makes me so angry that there are people out there that are dumb enough that they would sit there and listen to a guy do baby talk and then reward him. 
and let themselves be fleeced to the point where he can go and buy a fucking jet from Tyler Perry. See, can I can I just give a contrary point of view? Sure. I I'm not angry at I'm really not angry at the followers. I'm really not. I'm angry at the things that they um, try to promote. I'm angry at you know, but I'm at the, the we we call the Trump supporters cultists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cultists. They're cultists. Too. I I blame them. I blame them for not being for for not being thoughtful enough to truly promote decent ideas and 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 propping up bad bad people. I'm sorry, but there's got to be there's there has to be responsibility all the way around, or this kind of cycle of of evil and cultism uh, will will never die. Uh, but uh, he was he was confronted. Well, here Chris Hayes Chris Hayes sets it up. Let's listen to this. Let's listen to what happens with uh, Kenneth Baby Talk Copeland here when confronted with some, with some hard questions. Pastor Kenneth Copeland is a televangelist who runs a ministry based in Tarrant County, Texas. He was a member of President Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board, and he's of used his TV platform to preach for Trump for years. You're going to be held seriously, seriously to account by God. If you don't vote, I mean, we could have another eight years of Hillary Clinton and the worst mess that anybody could make out of a nation. Fuck you. Like many big time televangelists, Kenneth Copeland has used his position to live a pretty cushy lifestyle. And for some reason, he has four, (laughs) yes, four private jets. One, two, three, four. A bit of scrutiny about that. And when a reporter from Inside Edition caught up with him to ask about it, well, hold on tight. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but... Isn't it the business of your donors? Listen, I paid... You kind of caught me off guard here, okay? Thank you, Lord. Help me. No just, let me. Let me pray just a second. Well, let me, oh, let let me, me just pray ask just you a really a simple question. Let me pray just a second to hear. No, you caught me off guard. Let me pretend I'm praying while I'm trying to figure out some nasty bullshit to say to you. And by the way, at the end of this clip, he gets so nasty. It's disgusting. He sticks his finger in her face and just starts shaking. He's so mad. You'll know You'll know the, the point where that happens. Jen, a lot of people think it's unbecoming for a preacher to live a life of luxury and to fly around in private jets. What's your response to that? Very simple. It takes a lot of money to do what we do. Yeah, it takes a lot of money to steal more money from other people who aren't smart enough to figure out you're stealing their money. Yeah, it takes money to make money. I mean, it's just like any other fucking racket out there. Except, you know, the merch sucks, you know? Um, Yeah, that's a lie. I mean, that when I saw this clip, and that pissed me off, it takes a lot of money to do what we do. I, I... I went to church when I was a kid. We had a very lovely Lutheran pastor. Mm-hmm. And the Lutheran church paid for a, a home that was pretty humble. Yeah. It was I, humble. They I, paid I, for his home. It was a humble, you know, 
farmhouse. Well, it, it, I mean, he wants to argue that it costs a lot of money to do uh, because I'm sure he has missions like around the world and stuff like that where they go in and basically proselytize and say, "All right, now here's a bowl of rice. Now that you know about Jesus." Yeah. You know. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take a lot of money to do what they do. Here's something. I just I know we want to get back to this clip, but here's what pisses me off. If if, you know, we've got Christian I've made it clear. I don't know if I'm Christian. I don't know if I'm atheist. I don't know if I'm agnostic. I've made this very, very clear. But I feel like, you know what? If you are a preacher in the United States of America and you really believe in 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 your version of Christianity, don't export it because you got a lot of problems here in this country. Start yeah. doing something right here in America. Yeah. I got an idea if they're, you know, if they want to uh, put their money where their mouth is and stop crying about, you know, abortion, why don't you go ahead and make sure that there's never, ever, ever another child in foster care? Make sure that every child is adopted, you know? Thank you. Um, but let, let's get back to the end of this because he hasn't even gotten really mad yet. And this is this is something. Without the airplane that we have that I bought from Tyler Perry, and I didn't pay anywhere. And Tyler's one of the greatest guys. He made it. He made that airplane so cheap for me, I couldn't help but buy it. Well, my question then. Uh, well, well, okay, all right. But I want to get to the demons because people are very concerned about that comment. Give me a chance here, Inside Edition. Okay. I love your eyes. Again, getting back to the comment. Creep. You said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. Fuck you. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. No, you don't. You don't do any of that. You look down your fucking gigantic nose at all of the people underneath you and fleece them and take them for everything they're worth and you think they're scum. You think they're less than you. You think you're fucking holier than thou because every dollar you think is a golden ticket into heaven. Well, there is a thing about that in the Bible that they always seem to ignore. That whole eye of a needle thing and the camel, all that. But no, no, you're, you, 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 no, he absolutely meant that I don't want to get on a, a plane with a bunch of demons. I don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. He exactly meant what he said. He doesn't want to get on with a bunch of people who aren't going to revere him that aren't people. He's just like Trump in that sense. You know, oh yeah, uh, yeah and he, I'll he, go in front of my he, congregation congregation, and, and every stupid, dumbass, little baby talk gibberish thing that I do comes out of my mouth will be met with roaring applause. But then if I have to sit on a plane with a bunch of rabble who don't give me the respect i deserve you know what's what's really pathetic is that when he said he didn't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons he was literally talking about his congregation right yeah there's yeah. you can't you can't twist that he but could don't try you, to sure, but don't you ever say i said that don't you ever say i said that you you with the pretty eyes yeah Great. that pissed me off well, i'll tell you what piece of goddamn poop head yeah here this is this is for this is for kenneth copeland i am not one of your fans there we go uh i, I sorry i usually never play that because it's a stephanie miller-ish drop but yeah um it, it, kenneth copeland the perfect guy for trump perfect guy although kenneth copeland 
he gets a lot more visibly shaken and angry. I mean, I've seen Trump get really ugly with women, but this guy, he stuck his finger in her face and he shook, don't you ever say that about me. You sick son of a bitch. Oh my god. I'm sorry. That that made me so mad. No, it made me mad seeing it too. And I gotta give credit to this reporter. I don't know her name, but she was she was doing journalism. Yeah. She was not letting him get under her skin. And I, I know it's Inside Edition and we can mock we have mocked like things like Inside Edition and stuff in the past. But this one yeah. I I am she did great. She, she did. did great. All right, well, we got to get going to the break. I'm sorry I got so pissed off about that. But they, these guys just, you know, the these super powerful, super rich cheats and liars and baby talkers, they make me so fucking angry. Um, uh, Joe, could you tell? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> because you hide it so well. I do. I really, you know. You, you are. You're very calm. Um, very cool. He's subtle. Uh, and, yeah, you know, he must have taken your, <laughs> he must have taken some uh, Xanax before the show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I just, uh, I, I hate these people. I hate these people so much. They are evil. They are cruel. They are thieves. They are liars. And when they start baby talking, shamalama ding dong. Oh my god. Oh my god. There is nothing more offensive. It, it, there's a video out there, him and another pastor, like carrying on a conversation with the little baby talk. I refuse to call it speaking in tongues because it's not speaking in tongues. They're doing what babies do. They're just making sounds. That's all they're doing. They're making sounds. It is nothing. There is no mysterious language that God is projecting with radio waves into their fucking pea brains that they're spewing forth with some kind of divine celestial knowledge. It is goddamn baby talk. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't deny it. I mean, I think that like I said earlier, I I feel like that they're cult leaders. Ba ba ba, goo goo goo. Yeah. Shama <laughs> lama ding dong. Hamalama. Yeah, they're 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 And I I I find it really sad because I refuse to denounce, and I, I I've long stood here. I yeah. don't want to denounce people who are people of faith. I think that there are people who I I, I don't. But these 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 big mega churches, the ones where the the pastors mm-hmm. like Creslo Dollar down in Atlanta. Oh, he's another one who's got a whole bunch of you know private airplanes. I hate them all I because hate God all. told him he needs to f- fly privately because God wants him to be protected. And I yeah. find that very antithetical to the teachings. Of Jesus Christ, or the powers Jesus of God, Christ. or or the, the actual powers of God that they profess are very real and very powerful. And President says says a lot about the depth of his faith, the faith that he can't withstand being on a plane with quote demons. Exactly. I mean that that's what it comes down to. I I don't know enough about the Old Testament, but I know that the New Testament, which you know has Jesus as the guy who's like, hey, I'm going to wash the feet of prostitutes. 
I'm, you know, he, Jesus is the one who threw the bankers out of the, the yeah. out of the church. Yep. And I think that now the, the bankers is, are the church. Yes, I think that the New Testament really is, and I've said this for a while. I think it's a really good, um, even if you're not Christian, and I don't know if I am. Yeah, there there are some good things in the New Testament. It's a good. It's a good. Yeah. It, it's a it's a good way to like. Live your life to be a good person. Sure. Just don't get into the whole Revelation, Book of Revelation. That was a well, syphy- yeah, syphilitic fever dream. Yeah. Um, don't, don't finish the book. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. Don't skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the anyway. New Testament, it, it, the, yeah. These Bible thumpers, these yeah. big churches. Sermon on the Mount living, type stuff. They're living their lives according to the New Testament. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we got to go to the break. Guess what macaroni song I was searching for? And I found it. Um. <laughs> well, let's go to the break. We'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too 
Or some of you might say, suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say, fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say, fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And I want to I wanna issue an apology right now. I am sorry that I said that I thought president obama was an atheist because i got to thinking about it and i felt bad immediately after i said it but i really feel bad now because what i did there was no different than what franklin graham or uh, other people have said questioning his faith he says he's a christian i believe he's a christian that you know there's no malice in me saying that i think he's an atheist it's just wishful thinking and projection on my part um so you know i you know because I'm an atheist, so I want to think that there's more atheists out there who are good leaders and good thinkers and, and whatnot. But you don't have to be. You don't have to be. And I was wrong to to project that on President Obama. So 
God bless you, President Obama. Not my God, but you know, yours. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, that was wrong of me to say, and and I'm I'm uh, happy to admit it. So, welcome back to the show, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Boy, I'm glad you didn't cast that on me. <laughs> uh, which one? Anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just on cast. Yeah. Cast. What about cast the nets? I could I can make some out of some beer caps real quick. Um, that would be fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau. The bubble. Uh, the blob is currently uh, no in casa. I know. That's why the humidity is so low here in D.C. Oh, okay. That makes and sense. And I really liked what you said, Ken. Well, thank you. I, 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 it was. I, 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 I should have recognized it immediately that it was wrong for me to say. It's something that I've it's, thought it's in the not past. Necessarily wrong. It's just you know we get passionate about things, right? We yeah. all do. So. Yeah, but no, it, it is wrong for me to say that because it's it's really no better than somebody accusing of of being a Muslim. But you know, although uh, I didn't have ill intent behind what I was saying, a lot of other people out there, if they heard me say it, might think. You know, I bet there's some, you know, conservatives out there would be like, yeah, yeah, he's totally godless. He's a godless heathen. We always knew it. And, you know, and I would be providing fuel to that saying even libtards think so, you know, so. Well, you know, it, honestly, this is where I, I do try to come down in the middle when it comes to people of faith and people of not faith. I do. Yeah. Because I don't go to church. I, I, I'd be the first person to say, I really would like to say I believe in God. I don't mm -hmm. know if I do. And well, so that's I, why, I, for, the most <clears throat> part, for the most part, I try not to knock people who are people of faith. Yeah. However, it, I do question certain strains of, of religiosity. Yes. Like, like that dude. I don't get it. That I don't understand. No. I don't understand it. No, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, and, and that's the thing. As an atheist, my tenet is I can't prove your God, you know, whatever, whoever's God, whatever it is. I cannot prove your God does not exist, but that's not my burden of proof. Your proof is to prove that your burden is to prove he does exist. And until I see evidence to the contrary, you know, I, I don't know. I, You know, my, my thing is. I don't have an explanation for why we're here, how the universe was created. Um, I like, you know, the, the big bang and evolution, you know, they sound great on paper. Um, you know, and there's, there are, are theories, they are demonstrable. Uh, you know, there are, it can be demonstrated scientifically, you know, the, the results and the, the after effects and, um, you know, the fossil records and, and things like that. That's something we can we can point to, to uh you know well, to try to, and help understand see. yeah to try and help understand our origins. But nobody can go point out and say, oh well, you know, uh, there's the no seriously we found Noah's Ark up on that mountain. It's totes for real. It's not just a bunch of rocks that are vaguely crumbled in the shape of a boat, you know. But we had we had dust. It was. Is Dust Dusty, Dusty Dion, Dusty Dion from the yeah, uh, Aquarian so Tabernacle Church. We can't prove that either. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, you know, and, and but I'll tell you what the the thing is that I admire about uh, liberal Christians, um, pagans, Wiccans. Uh, you know, uh, uh, not all pagans because there are some, and pagan is such a broad term. 
because there are some real there's some creepy pagans out there who are like who who worship who are like racist nazi people who like worship the the norse gods the teutonic gods right. um and and you know and i'm not down with that but the overall overall Wicca, I mean, you know, the what's the crime rate of <laughs> Wiccans, you know? Pretty low. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's true. It's true. I, I mean, you know, I, you know, and my argument too is, you know, uh, 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 for everybody who who freak wants to freak out about Muslims and all oh, Muslims are going to kill us and they're they're scary and they're mean and they do horrible yeah, things. You know what what about the really prison? Crazy. What about the prison population that's ninety percent Christian? Do we have a Christian crime problem in this country? And you know the excuse that conservatives always say is, "Well, they found God once they got into big house." No, they didn't. No, no they didn't. A small percentage. I, you know, yeah, uh, I, don't, uh, like, I don't buy that. I mean, I really do believe that. You know, there are some lazy ass Christians. There are some lazy ass Muslims. There's look some in the White House. Jews. There are some lazy ass atheists. There. There's just some lazy Well, that's lazy the great people. thing about being a lazy ass lazy ass atheist is I can be lazy and it doesn't matter. Because I'm yeah, not out to I'm not out to prove anything. You can't be like, "Oh, I killed somebody because of my church of atheism." Yeah, yeah, no god told me to kill him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no devil made me do it. You know. I, I mean, conversely, this is why I have um I don't know. I just, I feel like, I, I really feel like at a certain point, so we do have radical religi religious problems in this country. Yeah. But I, I, there's a point where it's like sometimes people do bad things because they're just bad people. Absolutely. And perhaps they use religious religion as an excuse or they use religion to um, radicalize them, or they uh, let yeah. religion radicalize you're, them. You're you're totally correct, um, but you know, I, I mean, the, anyway, no religion uh, is in no religion. Okay, with the exception of these preacher men that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I don't think that the basic idea of any major religion. And I use the word major on purpose, mm -hmm. is to radicalize people to cause harm. Yes. And, yeah, and when, and when find any religious sect mm -hmm. that radicalizes people to cause harm, that means there's a problem with that sect yeah. and that particular religion needs to call them out and do well, something about and, it. And let's let's not forget when when, when we when rain you use the term harm, this is not just harm in blowing oneself up with a suicide vest. This is about interjecting mm -hmm. your cherry picked beliefs into uh, the government and trying yes. to get you know uh, uh, trying to pass the cherry picked bigoted things of you know leviticus or whatever you know the the two two like relatively obscure references to um men lying with men or whatever uh you know oh well that's straight out but forget about you know the you know everybody says the polyester and the shrimp and stuff what about the original 10 commandments where one of them was like don't boil a kid in its mother's milk 
A babe, don't boil a baby goat in its mother's milk. That was literally one of the first Ten Commandments in the fir- the original set of the Ten Commandments that oh, okay. that Moses that. had to go and recopy down. It's like he ended up like broke the tablets in the you know my, the fifteen Ten Commandments. You know, um, <laughs> uh, you know it, 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 he it, something happened to the original tablets uh, with the original Ten Commandments, which are in the Bible. And then Moses was directed to go back up the mountain and copy them down exactly like they were, but they were ten different commandments, with the exception of like two or three. But yeah, there is another set of Ten Commandments. There's a great guy named uh, Amon Ra, I think is his name. Um, he's a, a great atheist thinker and uh, and, a, and a scholar, a biblical scholar, um, who talks about the original Ten Commandments. And it, they're bonkers. They're bonkers. So, uh, but anyway, that th- so yeah, there's harm on on multiple levels because you know with the attitude towards gay people in this country didn't come from secularism it came from religion and largely uh-huh. from christianity you know from the 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 fundamentalist end of christianity and so all the people who were murdered and in in lynched and in you know slaughtered for being gay that rests on the shoulders of the fear mongers in, in you know the fundamentalist fear mongers out there that's the blood on their hands that's not secularism. So anyway, I, I, I want to move move along here because um, we've got Kushner, the cowardly dog. Okay. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I'm glad we're off that. Okay. All right. All right. Because basically, I just believe in physics. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, raw uh, particles, you know, and electrical impulses, and then. Uh, they stop. Yeah, and we go back to being just particles. Yeah, yeah. That's my. That's that's that's. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree oh, at all. Einstein actually, I believe. I think. Yeah, he. God. Yeah, he. Yeah, there's some weird you know, quotes. I think you can believe in God and also believe in science. Einstein, what was his yes. the theory of relativity? I just, I just, uh, just believe in physics. That's all. Yeah. I just think we're just a bundle of uh, uh, particles, like you know, uh, like quantum uh level particles that uh, come together and um like i said before i think we're the universe where the universe is coming to consciousness yeah i i totally agree with that i i think that you know uh you know we're we're the first species to actually develop Are the we? amount of skills uh, the first known species known to us <laughs> to be able to develop the skills of observation and then, de- you know, create science, mathematics, language to try and uh, explain things. And thousands of years ago, before we became more advanced in our logic and our reason and our sciences, we made up excuses for things because somebody wanted a story. Somebody was like, right. oh, shit, how did that yeah. get there? What's that? What's going Well, let me tell you, there was this giant duck, and it pooped out the moon, you know? <laughs> or it's turtles all the way down. Yeah, turtles all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> What's you know, underneath the next the- turtle? Turtle. What about under that turtle? Turtle. turtle. And under that turtle? Turtle. What about under that one? Oh. Another turtle. <laughs> Don't be so shellfish. 
<laughs> Turtles oh. all the way down. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 t- t- to me, you know, I mean, obviously it's comforting to think there's some meaning to all this, but yes. there's just the show. Uh, and then we go after the I think there is meaning to it. And the meaning is we need to make the most of what we have as long as we have it. That's right. And I think the meaning is is that, that the universe is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And we're an expression of its consciousness. Yeah. We're actually the universe looking at itself. Yeah, we, we are should... the universe discovering itself. Yeah. Saying, wow, what I am. <laughs> you know? But that that's the thing. And I know we have to go to break soon, but... This is why I don't want to knock people who want to believe in something that's beyond themselves. Because not everybody believes in particles. Not everybody has the same access to science and to understand (coughs) actually all the science of where we came from. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to knock somebody. And I'm going to go to something really basic. I am not going to knock somebody who takes in the smell of a flower and says, this is something that gives my soul happiness. Oh, oh no no no! Yeah, absolutely. Simply, you smelled something that made you happy. But I last Sunday, uh, uh, two days ago, I was sitting outside and I just done a whole bunch of work, and I you planted plastic flowers, didn't you? I did, and they're beautiful, and they don't have any (laughs) scent at all. Uh, no, I, I did a lot of garage. I did a lot of work in the garage, and I finally got it. My miter saw out and cut down some long two by fours and put away. And then just after that, I went and I got myself a drink, and I sat down on the couch. Uh, you know, I've got an outdoor couch, not just a couch. Don't worry, everybody. It's actually like a lawn, um, lawn furniture. Um, got out the the couch and or no, sat down on the couch on the patio, and just sat there. And just kind of marveled at the wind and the bird songs and uh, the noise other people were making. And and I said it in my mind, I, I had not been that relaxed in a very long time. And it was good, you know, for, you know, for lack of a better term, spiritually for me. That I, that I was just taking in the, my surroundings and, and enjoying them, you know. No phone, no TV, no nothing. Just enjoying what I was seeing in front of me, you know. So I, I, won't, I would never take that away from anybody either. And people will interpret that different ways, and that's that's really the beauty of our brains, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. But I think that I think that really, if there was to be a meaning of life, it, 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 it in my opinion. The meaning of life is forge your own path and make the most of what you have while you have it. So there you go. Um, and on ramen. that, uh, yeah, ramen, yeah. So, ramen. <laughs> um, ramen. But on that note, I'll tell you what. Let's just go to break early and get back on track, um, and, and then we'll get into Kushner, the cowardly dog. Um, so, <laughs> God Almighty, that mm. little, that little urchin (laughs) i wasn't there there. (laughs) oh my god i'm so angry that was i wasn't me so angry about this stuff i don't know if i'm matter about that or (laughs) kenneth copeland so does he have any pubic hair (laughs) does he have a downstairs mustache so i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Does the rug match his face? I uh, don't think so. Well, I don't think he's ever I, shaved I a day in his life. Ugh. Maybe he does electrolysis. Time to change. Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Time to change. All right. We'll find out about that and much more uh, coming up on the next hour of Turn Up the Night. So everybody hang tight. Don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Now, on with the show. Hey, America, help me. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly, worldwide radio for humans and angry guys like me. Um... Yeah, welcome back. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. I'm angry. <laughs> welcome to the club. And Joe Santoris is Grant, Pennsylvania, the electric city. And we all know uh, what, what kind of parties they have uh, out there in the electric city, uh, of course. That's the... Um, uh, Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's right, because we have electrons. Yeah, you do. And neutrons. Lots of electrons. And protons. Because it's the electric city, right? That's right. So we have lots yeah. of electron particles. Yeah. Uh, one, one more time. Uh, again, congratulations to Adam Hebert. He's leaving uh, tomorrow in the wee hours 
0500 hours military time. Uh, he's leaving That's, for that would be 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, correct? Cl- uh, no, no, no. He's in. Uh, it'd be a f- uh, 6 a.m. for us. He's an hour earlier than us. That's uh, why I said Eastern Standard Time. Um. Well, no, he's not in Eastern. He's in like Central. Is, is that the next one over? Central. Yes, my point is is that he's leaving 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means 6 p.m. your time. But I'm in Eastern Standard oh, Time. Oh, he's yeah, he's in, um, yeah, never mind. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Adam. He's going to Clarksville, Tennessee. This is why military Tennessee. time seems like it makes more sense sometimes. Sure. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so congratulations, Adam. Uh, best of luck to you. If anybody wants to uh, uh send him uh, a housewarming gift in the form of maybe a, a little bit of money on paypal this is not adam asking this is me I'm, i i sent him a little money um and um, i know some other people have given him a, a little something but if anybody's interested let me know i'll give you his email you can go to paypal and send him a little bit of money or buy, get him an amazon gift card or something um because uh, you know there's going to be things he's going to need that he hasn't thought of and you know it's a big step for him and you know again it does don't look at it as charity look at it as you know hey it's a it's a housewarming gift investment um, yeah an investment in your future um <laughs> and uh uh all right as so long as huh? adam doesn't buy a private jet from tyler perry you know then we should be good yeah if, if that happens, Adam, I'm going to come there and kick your ass. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll have a lot of questions if that happens. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to get that. Kelly Kapoor, The Office. Um, uh, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, and get to uh, Kush, Kushner, the Cowardly Dog. Is this little worm... This sniveling little excuse for a man was on Axios with Jonathan Jonathan Swan, and yeah, I want to. Sa- this is also aired on HBO. Yeah, and Jonathan Swan, fucking thank you, man. Thank you, especially for this question, which American journalists need to ask continually of anybody who works for Trump. Amen to you for doing this. Amen. Something that I said should have been the central issue to a Trump candidacy from day fucking one of him, you know, riding that couldn't even walk down a flight of stairs, had to take a goddamn escalator for his little racist Mexican rapist speech every fucking day should have been this question. But fortunately, uh, uh, Jonathan Swan asked uh, the Kush. Now's the time. Start asking this question every time. Any fucking Trump cultist. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she calls, she has called President Trump a racist. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen him say or do anything that you would describe as racist or bigoted? So uh, the answer is uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, You can't not be a racist for 69 years, then run for president and be a racist. And what I'll say is that when a lot of the Democrats call the president a racist, I think they're doing uh, a a disservice to people who suffer because of real racism in this country. Oh, fuck you. Um, Look, I wasn't really involved in that. I know you weren't. Mm -hmm. Was it racist? Uh, Like I said, I, I wasn't involved in that. 
I know you weren't. Mm-hmm. Was it racist? Um, look, I know, I know who the president is, and I have not seen anything in him that is racist. So again, I was not involved in that. Did you wish he didn't do that? Uh, like I said, I was not involved in that. That was a long time ago. The other no, issue that it? often gets brought up in this conversation is that he campaigned on banning Muslims. Would you describe that as religiously bigoted? Look, I think that the president did his campaign the way he did his campaign. He did. And I think but do you he, wish he didn't? Do you wish he didn't make that speech? Uh, I think he's here today, and I think he's doing a lot of great things for the country, and that's what I'm proud of. Hope, hopefully gone tomorrow. Oh, my God. Birtherism. This was it racist? Me off so much. I wasn't there for it. Birtherism. No, it goes, was it racist? I wasn't there for it. It was a long time ago. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a long time ago. A long time ago is when your grandmother was a tr- child. Yeah. A long War- time ago is yeah. when, you know, I, the, the Nazis were defeated in World War II. Let's just say, the, 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 let's just say right now, the only thing you can say was a long time ago, from this point, the cutoff is the Vietnam War. Everything else is recent history. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Let's do that. But, you know, something that does piss me off is he, he said, and I don't know if you, um, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know if you uh, I have three clips. Or kind of cl- cut the clip out. When he said something to the effect of, you can't not be a racist when you're 60 years old and then say oh, yeah. when you're president, you're racist. And I kept going through that in my head all day. And I felt like that's a double negative. He basically said Trump was a racist. Well, let's let's see. Uh, it's at the beginning of the clip. Let's let's hear it again. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. uh, she calls she has called President Trump a racist. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him say or do anything that you would describe as racist or bigoted? So uh, for the answer is uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, you can't not be a racist for 69 years, then run for president and be a racist. And what I'll- You can't not be a racist for 70 years and then be a racist. Well, here's the thing. As Stephen Colbert pointed out last night on his show. Mm-hmm. That's a double negative. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry, as, yeah, as Stephen Colbert pointed out on his show last night, uh, that's true. You can't. You can't not be a racist all your life and then suddenly become a racist at age 70 because he's been a racist all his life. That's yes. the point. I didn't see I didn't see Colbert last night. Colbert said, he said, let's see, he was a racist when he was a young man when him and his father were sued for racial discrimination in their housing. But uh, And then he was... Jared did not deny that comment. I think that's... Well, I think what he was driving at was, was that... He's not. He hasn't been a racist his whole life. So how did he suddenly become a racist when he became president? Yeah, he's he's covering because yeah because he's been a racist his whole life, Jerry. Yes. And Colbert pointed that out. He said he was a racist when he's young, when he was sued for for housing. He was a racist when when he when he called for the the execution of innocent people and the in the uh, the um, Central Park Five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you were to take and away then, all the knots from it, most most recently, he he's, he showed he was a racist when he demanded uh, uh, Barack Obama's birth certificate, and he became a birther, which was the, the the blossoming of his political career. So there's three examples over the span of his whole life that showed that he's been racist. Sure, the Mexican judge, the where's my African American, the there they don't send their good people here. Um, but- 
but getting back to it, you cannot, you can't, how did he, the double negative that he said. He said, you can't not be a racist for 69 years and then suddenly become one when you're president. Because he's always been a racist. I mean, the double negative in that statement is something that really blows me away. I, I literally, yesterday. I, I, like, I think he tripped over his words more than anything. Because well, he lied, he lied for him too. I've never seen him do help. anything racist. I wasn't there no. for for birtherism. You weren't part of the campaign, yeah, but you fucking damn well knew what he was doing because he was plastered yeah. all over the fucking television. And he was there. He was married to Ivanka. And what's yeah. this, this long time? What's this long time ago thing? So bad things that happened a long time ago now are good because they were a long time ago. Thank you. Oh, it was a long time ago. Like, he just doesn't remember. Or you know, oh no, long time ago, you, know. you know, a long time ago. Uh, he a, took out an ad asking for the Central Park Five, who are no longer the Central Park Five. Yeah. and most recently executed. And most recently, within the last, I think it was two years, still insisted after it was proven that they were innocent. Still yeah. said they still should have been executed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well. And this he's a racist, and, and yeah. he, it, Jared knows his, his father-in-law is a racist motherfucker. He's yeah. trying to cover for it. He's trying to be like, well, he's not really, you know, he's racist light. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, I know you racist, weren't there, but was it racist? Muslims. I know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, let's let's get to let's get to that. Um, that's the next clip from Kushner, because um, Kushner, the cowardly dog, is like I like to call him. Um, I call him a, a, a dead fetus. Uh, yeah, yeah. He died. He died in somebody's uterus. Well, they they. I don't like him at all. They put a little motor in him, so now he goes and flaps his jaw until it spread, spews filth, um, just in a very mild mannered way. Oh, he's so he's so soft spoken. She Kushner the cowardly dog. Um. Kushner uh, is asked by Jonathan Swan from Axios, um, uh, you know, how can Palestinians trust you considering, and he laid out some very interesting things that I didn't know about, um, uh, Jonathan Swan does, about Kushner and other people's involvement in investing in settlements in Israel on Palestinian land I didn't know about this how can Palestinians trust you when you've got your you know w- looking at your interests here for Middle East peace and his answer was stunning do you understand why the Palestinians don't trust you um, uh, look I'm not here to be trusted I'm here to well you are frankly I mean to look at it from you, that point of view you're a businessman you always look at let's you, talk you, about you, one you, thing that you've got three orthodox Jews okay um, <laughs> you are literally there to help broker peace I'm not here to get the Palestinians trust I'm just working for the Israelis that's the kind of peace I want peace through strength yeah Forcing people, yeah, forcing people off their land, launching missiles. You know, if they throw a rock, we throw a scud or an ICBM. You know, whatever. Well, not ICBM. I mean, he made it. He made it really clear that he, when he said, "I'm not here to be trusted." 
Palestinians. You There's don't his loyalty. Trust me. And, and if, if, a if conservative political Zionist clear about what what this administration's policy is towards Palestine and in Israel and, and mm-hmm. the settlements right there. I don't think this has gotten enough news coverage because when he said, I'm not here to be trusted, he had basically telegraphed, fuck you, Palestine. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what he did. If it, if, if it is part of the clip, but he also indicated that he didn't think the Palestinians were capable of governing themselves. Which yeah. makes it even worse. And when you hear this condescending little thing, when he's, and he's like, you have to understand, the Palestinian government and the Palestinian people are two different things. No shit. That's what we always try to say about Netanyahu and his right-wing crazy asshole government in the Israelis. And they're like, you hate Israel. No, that's like all the fucking idiot Bush supporters who said, you're against the war in Iraq. You hate you hate the troops. No. no not a fucking all. that up because I heard that and it's something I actually questioned. I was like, all right, wait a second. Oh, I had a real visceral response to I that. I can't question the Israel government, but, and if I do, that makes me anti-Israeli or anti-Jewish. It, again, this is something I am constantly conflicted about. But constantly. I'm really uh, yeah. tired of, of this. I'm I mean, really tired of this. I, I am too, because, you know, it's like, uh, I, I do not hate Israelis. I do not hate Jews. I do not hate the country of Israel. I hate Benjamin Netanyahu because he's a fucking crooked criminal scumbag. And the court records prove it. And hopefully he's a fucking uh, two-time loser here coming up soon. Um, well, I hope he goes to jail. I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, he can go to... Oh, maybe they can, you know, he can go be bunk mates at, what, what is it, Rikers Island? With, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> with uh, uh, Manafort. Oh, Manafort. Oh, I don't the, think that's going to end up well. Oh, boy. Uh, but anyway, let, let, I'm going to start the clip over since I, I kind of interrupted it there. But yeah, let, let, it's we were only 15 seconds in. Here we go. Do you understand why the Palestinians don't trust you? Um, uh, look, I'm not here to be trusted. I'm here to... Well, you are, frankly. I mean, to look at it from their point of view, and you're a businessman, you always look at things from their view. You've got three Orthodox Jews mm-hmm. on the negotiating team. Two of you have, at different points, funded settlements, Jewish settlements in the West Bank. You've got the actions you've taken so far, moving the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. You've cut all aid to the Palestinians, including hospitals in East Jerusalem. And you've shut down the Palestinian diplomatic office in Washington. I mean, can you not see why they might not want to talk to you and that they might not trust you? Right, so there's a difference between the Palestinian leadership and the Palestinian people, okay? And you think the Palestinian people would be okay with all of those things that you guys have done? The actions we've taken were because America's aid is not entitled right if we make certain decisions which we're allowed to as a sovereign nation to respect the rights of another sovereign nation and we get criticized by that government the response of this president is not say oh let me give you more aid so uh, again that was as a result of decisions taken by the palestinian leadership with regards to the palestinian people uh, i do believe that they want to have a better life and i do think that uh, they're not going to judge my aid being cut well they're not going to judge anything based on trusting me or trusting anyone else they're going to judge oh. it based on uh, the facts and then make a determination do they oh. think this will allow them to have a pathway to a better life or not 
Oh, they're not smart enough to figure out who's making decisions for their lives. They're just a bunch of dumb dummies. Oh, did your life get better? Oh, or did it get worse? You're not going to look at the person responsible for it. Of course not. You're not going to look at Kushner. I'll tell you what, Kushner, after this, I guarantee you his face is plastered all over every fucking newspaper and website out of Palestine right now. Oh, well, at the very least... At the very Are least. Are there any news reports, this is an honest-to-God question, any news reports where Kushner spoke to any Palestinian leaders? I couldn't Joe, even tell you. Ben? I couldn't I couldn't even tell you. I, I, I follow I, the news. I do. He, I follow it a lot. I haven't looked into this. But I'm pretty sure that Jared Kushner is talking out of his little embryonic ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he, I, yes. I don't think he's ever I don't think he's talked to anybody from the Palestinians. He's period. afraid of them because they he's afraid. He's afraid because um Oh fuck, he's afraid of Jonathan Swan. Well, he should be because he's engaged to Betsy Woodruff and good for Jonathan Swan. Yeah, I agree. I didn't it, know that he was engaged to her, but Oh, yeah. Because I know there's there's a few of us out there who knock Axios, but this was an incredible interview. No, I like Jonathan Swan. I think he he, he went right after him. He's well, like, I, didn't ask you that. I, just, I just think it's racist. I see nothing, bit. nothing about him speaking to to anybody about this. But I'm seeing a lot of news reports from American and uh, um, well from uh, uh, Heretz or Heretz. I don't know how to say it. Uh, a Jewish publication. Um, yes. Jared Kushner just killed the Palestinian peace camp. I don't um, think he's talked to anybody from Palestine. From, from the Guardian, Jared Kushner cast doubt on Palestinian uh, ability to self-govern. Um, and then uh, there's there's freaking Mike Pompeo who told the Israel. Oh God. Well, and Mike USA Pompeo Today basically said, "Meh, it's not really going to work." USA I, Today, I Palestine. USA Today, Palestine can't self-govern yet in West Bank, Gaza Strip areas, says Kushner. Um, Pompeo admits, yeah, Pompeo admits Kushner peace plan likely unworkable from uh, commondreams.org. Um, yeah. As we say, dead on arrival. But I, I see nothing. I searched for Kushner Palestinian leaders speak is what I, or, or maybe I'll yeah, put meeting. He hasn't talked to any of them. And so for him to sit there and say what he said, it's a lie. It's a lie, and it's disgusting. I mean, I, I, this is where I would like, and I, you know, I have a subscription to Washington Post. This is where I want the Washington Post to say, yep, what he told Jonathan Swan was a lie. Because there's no proof to it. There is no proof mm -hmm. To the fact that he said that Palestinians can't govern themselves. There's a story he from tried to help them. Okay, yeah, yes. Uh, uh, Mahmoud Abbas has met with Jared Kushner. Uh, they met on June 21st, 2017. In this picture. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. Two years ago. So yeah, yeah, almost to the date. Uh, but. Um, and this is a, a story from four days ago before this came out from Kushner from May 31st. Palestinians say U.S. deal of the century will finish off their state. Palestinians are saying the U.S. deal of the century will finish off their state. So, 
yeah, no two-state solution. It's a one-state solution. Basically, that's what the peace plan is. Is Like Adam said, I know I said peace through force. Adam said peace through death. Basically, that's what it's going to be. It's um, The whole right-wing plan is to never give any legitimacy to Palestine. None whatsoever. Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, there are there are bad actors on both sides. I'm not I'm not somebody who is gonna you know paint it with you know rose colored glasses you know or view it through rose colored glasses. But yeah, there are bad actors on both sides. But I'll tell you what, somebody throws a rock, and then a missile's fired back in return from Israel. I mean, yeah. this is fucking you know you're they're they're blowing up schools and shit and hospitals. You know, and say, well, there were there were members of Hamas hiding there. They were using people yeah, as human shields. It's not it, our it's, fault. This is the opposite of diplomacy. The actual opposite of diplomacy. Yeah, it's scary. It's it's scary. It's ugly. And you know, you can't trust Republicans to try and fix this. That's why, you know, and. Oh. It, it, you know that that's why it made me so mad and, and especially Netanyahu Netanyahu has been begging begging and pleading and scra scratching and screaming and, and praying for the day that somebody like Donald Trump would give him somebody like Jared Kushner to go over there and say you want more land you got it baby you want to expand fucking let's pull out the bulldozers and the in the in the bombs yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like I didn't like Netanyahu during the Bush administration, but Kushner, he's ramped Kushner up the evil like, here, here. Anything you want, yeah. anything you want. Joe, why don't you why don't you jump in? I'm sorry. We, we've been we've been steamrolling a lot tonight. I'm sorry, Joe. It's okay. Uh, you know, Kushner is one of those guys that was born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. That's a great analogy. I'm going to give you an amen for that because that's amen. perfect. Amen. We got too many of those fuckers running around, man. He's, you know, the Kushner family still has business in Israel. And by the way, yes. this is off the subject. But besides Kushner's face that I'd like to punch, mm -hmm. I, I think the most punchable face after Kushner's is uh, Mnuchin's. Oh, oh, that one. oh, wow, yeah. That one. And, and, and I understand that he, he walked into that dinner the other night with Kate Middleton as his escort. Mm hmm. Who I understand projectile vomited right after dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised she didn't do a George W. Bush uh, or George H. W. Bush one like yeah. in the. Right in, right in right his lap. Japanese prime minister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the royal family is way better than I would ever be. I'd be like, really? I got to walk in with that minute. Oh, we haven't even gotten to... Uh, we got the nasty stuff to get to yet. We got we haven't even talked about Trump, Fat, fat Donald uh, over in uh, the UK yet. So... Um, last one, um, and, and I'm just, we got to do real quick commentary on this one, but this is the last one from Axios is Jonathan Swan, um, asking, uh, the, this treasonous little scumbag, uh, Kushner, the cowardly dog, um, whether he would, uh, 
sound the alarm bells if Russians tried to contact him again about uh, lewd and lascivious materials uh, on a, a political opponent. This is so. Oh, this is funny because at one point he gets mad and he swears. He swears like a big boy. Uh, but Jonathan Swan, <laughs> like big boy, I Jonathan, swear like yeah. a big boy. I can say four H E double hockey sticks. Um, uh, but yeah, he, um, uh, yeah, he, he tries to get, he tries to get all riled up and he's like, now you listen here, sir. (laughs) I don't care what the H E double toothpicks you have to say about me, but I got some, I got something to get off my chest and it's not hair. Um, so. No, it's, it's not hair. No, it's not hair. (laughs) <laughs> There's no hair, no there, nor anywhere. No. He, he's a hairless dude. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, here oh, we go. That's creepy. And, and Vodka Mary, oh my God, that's creepy. I'm smooth everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, and Ivanka's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to think about either one of them. <laughs> fucking disgusting <laughs> trolls um anyway here we go uh kushner uh trying to weasel his way out of uh, the his role in the uh trump tower meeting let's talk about one thing that that you did do on on june the 8th 2016 you were sent an email with an offer of help for the trump campaign from the russian government i'm sorry which email are you talking about oh, oh man uh the email from uh ron goldstone Look, Jonathan. No, no, no. no, My question to you. My question to you. My question to you is, why didn't you pick up the phone and call the FBI? It was an email that said Russia, that said the Russian government was trying to help. Like, why didn't you do that? Jonathan, we're in a place now where people are playing Monday morning quarterback and they're being so self-righteous. Let me put you in my shoes at that time, okay? I'm running three companies. I'm helping run the campaign. I I get an email that says show up at four instead of three to a meeting that I'd been told about earlier that I didn't know what the hell it was about, okay? I show up at the meeting. I stay for 15 minutes. It's a a clown show. One second. Now, let me finish this. I text my sister and say, you know, can you give me a call to get me the hell out of here? This is a waste of time. I leave. I never would have thought about that meeting again, okay? Had there been something that actually wasn't a at that meeting that came up, maybe we would have done something different. But the reality is, is that the meeting was a total waste of time. I need to stop you there. This is, we're talking about Russia here. They are a long-term adversary of the United Mm -hmm. States. Decades of hostility, including spying. Does it not set off at least some alarm bell when you see an email saying that the Russian government wants to help? Like I, like I said, the email that I got on my uh, iPhone at the time basically said show up at four. I didn't scroll down. I never would have thought about that. It email. had Russia in the, in the subject line. <laughs> Again, I would get about 250 emails a day. And so I, I literally saw show up at four. I showed up at four. I, I literally get 250 emails a day with Russia in the title. So... <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. I love that. It was in the fucking subject line, Russia. Oh, well, you know, I just, you know, I... But, Would but you call the FBI if it happened again? I don't know. It's hard to do hypotheticals, but the, the reality is is that we were not given anything that was salacious. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go, What's Joe. What's the difference what you were given? The idea was they offered. The intent. And right there and then... You should have contacted the this is fucking what, uh, Let Joe let Joe finish. Yes. Let Joe finish. No, I mean that's it. I mean I mean I mean it doesn't matter what you got. 
In other words, you were disappointed that the Russians didn't come across with yes. what they. Yes. So, but 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 you would have committed the crime. Gee, I went in there to, to rob the bank, but it was closed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. God's honest truth. That's what he said. I don't know if I would have done anything different, but you know, hey, we had a chance to kill the motherfucker. We didn't kill him. And let me tell you something, mister. I was running three companies in a campaign, and I had a lot of emails and a lot of them had Russia in the title, and you're just being mean right now. I wouldn't have called the FBI. Yeah, he ran Yeah, he ran three companies into the ground is what he did. Six six six. Yeah. <laughs> Devil boy. Yeah, and 666 got bailed out by, what, the Saudis? I, just the I, the very dirty. idea is I had a so chance dirty. to kill the Clinton campaign. And it didn't pan out. So... Well, I listen to me. I was having campaign. a really bad day that day. And I called my assistant. <laughs> I mean, kill the Clinton campaign is fine. Killing the Clinton campaign... With the Russian adversary, I'm talking is, about just. Fine. I'm you know, talking. I'm, well, Joe, you know that I'm talking about yeah. the idea is, well, we we had a chance to kill somebody, but it didn't pan out, so we should get away with it. Well, let me it's tell just, you something. The day I was having murder. that day, and all I saw was Russian meeting. I had so many emails that said Russian meeting in the subject line. I can't remember. On my iPhone at the time. I keep hearing that on my iPhone at the time, which makes me believe he probably got rid of that iPhone. And there was a bunch of hooey at that meeting, so I texted my my assistant at the time <laughs> on my iPhone at the time. And I said, get me the, get me the H-E double toothpicks out of here because there's nothing lewd and lascivious from these these here ruskies and that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's the worst fucking voice um but it's close you, i'm not even <laughs> it's yeah, close it is. it's about like four notes high attempted oh, murder is still a crime attempted attempted anything is a crime if if what you're attempting to do is illegal true true so attempted cheeseburger eating not a crime. Goddamn. Unless a cheeseburger, not yours. Weasel burger. Yeah. Who never had any pubic hair admitted that, oh, it was attempted. But oh, I have I a very didn't... good downstairs mustache, miss. <laughs> it is probably perhaps one of the, the finer downstairs mustaches in the world. Uh,. He just—he got really—he got really feisty with Jonathan Swan about. Yeah, that. but he totally shouted him down, and it was great. Swan was like, "No, no, no! I'm asking this question, you little squeaky <laughs> mouse boy." Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, we got to go to the break. Um, but Kushner is a piece of shit. Um, and he also wore the same exact outfit that his father-in-law wore. Ooh, fancy boy! Uh, Ooh. Did did. <laughs> The jacket, I'm sure the jacket probably fit better. Uh, so anyway, break time, green news report coming up when we come back. I have a very special birthday on the program tonight, and uh, we'll try and take at least one phone call this evening. Uh, but we got a lot of other stories to talk about, lots more audio about uh, Fat Donnie's European vacation, as uh, Bobber coined it. Uh, worse than the franchise, he said. <laughs> um, 
but uh, National Lampoon, more like National Spittoon. My God. Uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back after the Green News Report. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, June 4, 2019. Communities affected by storms in 2018 and 2019 have been waiting for these critical resources for months now. Long-awaited disaster relief package finally passes despite Republican bloc. No end in sight for Midwest flooding. Trump administration rolls out new tactic to suppress climate science. Plus, we're excited to unveil our roadmap to 100% renewable energy by 2040. Colorado goes big on renewable energy. All of that going big and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. U.S. Energy Department officials have called the country's natural gas exports molecules of freedom which they also called quote freedom gas and y'all thought i was making that up last week when i told you about it see this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, see, that was real the department of energy is actually calling liquefied natural gas Freedom gas now. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. That was from a press release touting the expansion of a liquefied natural gas export facility in Texas. A high-ranking Department of Energy official referred to the exports as, quote, molecules of U.S. freedom. That is a quote saying, quote, increasing export capacity is critical to spreading freedom gas throughout the world. That's a real thing. I am not kidding. I am left speechless at this point. And of course, just so you know, leaks of natural gas from drilling are responsible for about a third of all U.S. emissions of methane, a very potent greenhouse gas. You mean a potent freedom gas? In other news, there really seems to be no end in sight to the historic flooding saturating large swaths of the Midwest and Southeast. The National Weather Service warns that every large community along the Arkansas River will see major or record flooding throughout next week. Every county in Oklahoma right now is currently in a state of emergency. NASA announced last week that the continental United States had its 12 wettest months on record since record-keeping began 124 years ago, noting that it, quote, fits in with long-term increases in overall precipitation and heavy rainfall events in our changing climate. Well, that's what you get from all that freedom. Americans suffering from last year's disasters will finally get much-needed relief and assistance. The U.S. House finally approved a $19 billion disaster relief package on Monday. The bill had already passed the Senate with approval from the White House, but it was held up over the Memorial Day recess by three Republicans, including Texas Republican Chip Roy, because the emergency relief, he said, wasn't offset by enough cuts elsewhere. I'm still troubled we're poised to spend $19 billion that is not paid for when we're racking up approximately $100 million an hour in national debt. So Chip Roy, I think, came in after, I think, the massive GOP tax cut, correct? Yes. If he's so concerned about deficits, has he introduced a bill calling to restore those tax cuts? He has not. Huh. That's weird. And yet, 
he's willing to tell millions of Americans suffering from disasters to go take a flying leap. Very nice. The Trump administration is trying out a new tactic to mislead the public about climate change. The New York Times reports that the Trump-appointed head of the U.S. Geological Survey has ordered staff to shorten their projections of the future effects of climate change so that they all end in the year 2040, rather than looking forward to 2100 like nearly all other previous scientific assessments. That's called freedom scheduling. The most severe consequences of global warming are expected to kick in after 2040, so shortening the time frame would keep the public in the dark about worst-case scenarios of business as usual with climate change. Why do you hate freedom? But there is some good news. Okay. The UK has gone more than two weeks straight without using coal for electricity. That's the longest stretch since Britain started using electricity in 1882. Finally, Colorado is the latest state to set an ambitious target of 100% zero emissions electricity by 2040. It's part of a suite of bills signed by new Democratic Governor Jared Polis. In a signing ceremony, Polis said his roadmap would cut the state's carbon emissions by accelerating renewable energy projects, strengthening energy efficiency and water efficiency, updating local building codes, and building out an electric vehicle charging network. That would be paid for in part by Colorado's share of a settlement paid by automaker Volkswagen for cheating on emissions tests. Polis said the new suite of bills will have broad benefits for all Coloradans. It means cleaner air. It means good, green jobs that will never be outsourced and aren't dependent on commodity pricing. Nice. Uh, it means lower rates for ratepayers. Uh, new wind energy projects cost about 20 to 30 percent less than existing coal. A world without poisonous fossil fuels to create electricity. Now that would be real freedom. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Your first name is free. from freedom breathing this is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice you use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole you're like a word genius and everything I say you twist it around and make me look dumb I like the way he talks do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Hey, America, help me! If I get the feeling you've been cheated! Alright, welcome back to my new favorite clips. Uh, I love that. This is Johnny Rotten. Uh, if I get the feeling you've been cheated! I fe- get the feeling I've been cheated a lot with uh, what we're dealing with here uh, in the United States, and I have a feeling they're feeling that way in the UK right now with fat Donnie over there and uh well, at least one very uh, lovely rabid supporter of his who uh put out an urgent plea today hey america help me we'll we'll hear more about that later uh but yes uh welcome back to the show of course uh rain from four freedoms blog washington dc the beltway bureau of the bubble welcome back hi hi i think it's really funny in the past half hour that the uh 
shit given of the United States of America. It's called Crying Chuck Schumer a Creep. Oh, of course, attacking American leaders on foreign soil um, like he does constantly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fucking so I asshole. guess the dinner is over. Uh, yeah, or maybe he's Dinner's maybe he took over. a. I'm going up to my room and I'm going to take a crap and sit on my toilet. He might have just. Ta- it might have been one of his multiple shark breaks that he uh, that he had uh, during the dinner. You know. Um, but anyway, was there and- dinner the night before last? There was another <laughs> dinner tonight. Yeah, there was <laughs> another one. Yeah. yeah, there. Yeah, no, the dinner tonight was at the um, um the embassy. Where um, Camilla oh. and Charles, Camilla and Charles came to their place. I see. Yeah. yeah. Did they well, serve ham- hamburgers? Hamburgers? <laughs> Did they cater with fucking KFC? Did they roll out the red shark no, blanket? No, they didn't. And that pisses me off because I'm like, motherfuckers. Can't give so up. So now yeah. I know how you feel about every freaking college team. That I'll tell you, what, I would American love. Players. I would love to find out what he ate and how much he ate of it while he was there, because oh, I'll I'm tell. Looking at the menu that. Oh, well, oh, you have the menu. San, well, hang, hang on one second. <laughs> hang on, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you as well, <laughs> sir. We'll get to name calling here momentarily, but I'd really like to hear the menu of what Trump was eating. So we can gauge on whether or not he actually ate it or had uh, UK hamburgers brought to him. Well, well, thank you, Sandy and Derwood, for this. <laughs> because this is great. He 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 must have, he must be very hungry tonight because on the menu, according to this, all translated from French was steamed fillet of halibut. <laughs> was was this was this fish doing on my dish? <laughs> It's all. Oh, oh, this is hysterical. <laughs> Complimented by, oh, you're going to love this. Watercress mousse. That's fucking beautiful. Watercress. This mouse is dead, too. It looks like, a... looks like grass. <laughs> and, oh, this is good. And a sp- that's great don't insult my asparagus <laughs> oh and there's no way lamb was the main course there's no way lamb he's gonna want lamb herb, herbs 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 stuffing herbs who's, who's herb cane <laughs> i don't know herb Her, herb cane oh. herb cane made that I- don't have facts to back this up. Oh, Wait, did here's you something he would have really gobbled up? Are you gonna eat that? Spring vegetables. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> In a port sauce. Alright, so So do we have two scoops of ice cream or three or four? Oh no, we had strawberry sable and lemon verbena cream. What is this? Did somebody did somebody throw up in my bowl? <laughs> so this is what they had oh, to serve wait. to the Duke and Justin. Wait, and guess we're offered. He was offered a selection. Oh, this is this is gorgeous. Assorted fresh fruit. Oh, oh yes. yes, as as well as coffee and petty fours. Well, oh, petty petty fours. 
Petty two is enough. Petty two is enough. I don't need petty fours. <laughs> uh, well, fortunately, oh I do. God. I do have some inside information that uh, the Secret Service was able to take one of his fast food drones over there. So after that dinner, what we heard in his room was. Let's have a shard. Oh, let's get the shardy started. Maybe I could so. put some of these petite fours in my waistcoat. Take it up to my room. <laughs> if I put petite, he thinks if if he puts a if he put. Oh yeah. Oh spring uh, herb stuffing. Oh my god. This is a hot crust moose. Steamed, steamed fish. Not even just fish, but steamed uh-huh. fish. Not deep fried. Not uh, what? What did he call the the fillet of fish at McDonald's? The fish royale or whatever. That's <laughs> what they call it in England. The fish royale. <laughs> France. But uh, yeah, <laughs> fish burger. They didn't even have the. It could, it could have be. The, it could be fish, fish burger. Oh my god. <laughs> To put That's some grease on this. <laughs> that <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Is there some A1 for this fish? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not even sophisticated enough to eat A1. He's a he's a ketchup guy. Oh my god. So I bet he thinks if he puts a a, a petite four in his uh in his pants, his waist size will go down four four inches. Probably. Oh, his waist. Are we really? No, we're not going to talk nobody, about that because we got to get to name calling. Nobody will yeah. know these petty fours from my mushroom. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's do name calling, Joe, and I will do uh, for every person you uh, mention. I will give a healthy menu option uh, that Donald Trump would hate after you do every name. How about that? <laughs> oh, did, you know, did you see the cartoon? I don't know where it was, New York or what? <laughs> that when they instead of. Putting a tarp over the USS McCain. Oh, it was Colbert. Colbert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the USS <clears throat> Salad. He'll never look at that. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw there was a great over on the Brad uh, Bradcast website. They had a cartoon over there from somebody that had um, uh, Trump going. Uh, I think it was Trump behind the, the USS John McCain. And his the name was X'd out. And he was painting bone spurs on it. Pretty funny stuff. <laughs> no. So, Monsters. Good. Uh, but all right, Joe, let's do name calling, and I'll give healthy uh, meal options that everyone uh, will enjoy, except for Trump. Okay. After you say a name, there you go. Hey, Joe. Go to screen with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. To have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like class? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, well, biscuits will not be a healthy option on my list no. of foods. So, in honor of all of our listeners, Joe will say your name, and I will say some a food that Trump absolutely would hate. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. 
We have in our chat room tonight, Adam Hebert. Arugula. Oh, arugula. <laughs> you have to blanch that. It's not good. Um, <laughs> Heather. Oh, uh, for Heather, I'll say, um, well, let's go with the uh, um, firm tofu. Oh, okay. Or silken, Jake silken, Holly. silken tofu. Jake Colley, I say nutritional yeast. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I love, oh. hey, oh if, you goodness. Have, if you've never had popcorn with nutritional yeast on it as a topping, you are oh, missing yeah. out. You are missing out. It is delicious. I love You're nutritional right. yeast. I'll pour that in my hand and just lick it out because I love it so much. So good. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay, we have your wife, but okay, we have cat heirloom tomatoes. Wow, that's classy. Cat gets mm, a classy you. heirloom. Thank you. Okay, we have you, Kenny Pick. But oh, also, well, I don't count. You don't count. <laughs> so you get nothing. You get nothing. You Johnson. get nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, sir. Nothing. Okay, we have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Mung bean noodles. What is that? Yeah, explain uh, that. Uh, oh, they're like glass noodles that you get when you go to eat Thai. They made it. They're made out of mung beans. Oh, okay. All right. Delicious. Oh, they're the... chewy and delicious. Yeah, mung bean. Beans. Mung bean starch is very yeah, heart healthy. That's a mung bean. Yeah. Okay, we have uh, <laughs> living on Long Island. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little basket of jalapenos to do with uh, as you please. Eat them. You know, sparingly. Yeah, and carefully. Yeah. And don't touch your anus. Yeah, wear rubber gloves. Wear, yeah, wear. Get yourself some rubber gloves when you're chopping up yes. jalapenos. Or any kind of hot pepper. Service announcement. Yes, that's, that's a public don't service touch announcement. Your anus or your you or your talk. penis. Don't ever touch your penis after oh, a jalapeno. God almighty. Don't Wash say your penis in this house. Get out of my house. <laughs> okay, so. Wash we have your hands. Michelle in South Florida. Uh, for Michelle in South Florida, uh, I have a, a kind offering of uh, uh, sprouts. Brussels? Uh, no, well, you know, what, what are the, um, uh, the the alfalfa sprouts, actually, to be oh, precise. Alfalfa. Uh, oh, I love alfalfa what sprouts. Okay. We have uh, Moon Mare. Moon mare for moon mare. I'll tell you what. Let's go with an oat bread, because horses like oats. Oh, and don't mares eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. A little mares eat oats and dozy oats and little lambs eat ivy. A kittle eat ivy too, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wow, that's this. <laughs> okay. Who's we next? Moon mare. Well, moon mare gets the the oat bread is what I said. Oh, 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 oat bread. That's right, oat bread. Oat, mm-hmm. oat, yeah. That's what got president. us on the little tangent. For president, I'm sorry, I, I love that song. That's okay. Mercy oats and those oats took me right down yeah. off, off the road here. Okay, president. Well, uh, president, I'll tell you what. For you, I think some nice sautéed calamari. Calamari. Mm-hmm. That's, Maybe sautéed in coconut oil. What? Breaded and deep fried. No, coconut no, no. Oil? We don't want Trump to approve of any of this. Okay. Uh, Rain, Rain, you're there. Uh, we'll give you something. Give Rain uh, something. A, a, a bunch of leeks. I'm, I'm, 
leech. No, leech. I'm with the I'm with the freaking calamari and olive oil and. No, no, no. Calamari. That was calamari and yeah. coconut oil with some nice seasoning. Some fresh herbs. With leeks. Are you really telling everybody that I might have had syphilis? No, I'm just saying that leeks are great in all kinds of things. Okay. Leaks How about Sandy and, Dur- Sandy and Durwood, who so kindly gave us the menu? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Sandy and Durwood, uh, I'm going to try and give her a... Um, the best thing yet on the list and let's go ahead and go with the oh a nice steamed artichoke wow that is nice yes you have to know how to eat an artichoke though there's an oh you do you do it, there's an art to it absolutely yeah, yeah you, you could you could hurt yourself with an mm-hmm. artichoke mm-hmm. Uh, you could choke on an artichoke <laughs> okay you could. we have theo for Theo, well, he's an aviator, so let's give him a nice uh, um, mm, something skyborne. Um, oh God, I'm running out of ideas. We'll we'll just say We'll say we'll Sports. say a, 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 a poached. Uh, <laughs> let's say uh, uh, poached eggs, because birds lay poached eggs. Skyborne? Poached eggs. I was gonna go with just a nut blend. <clears throat> okay, poached salmon would have been good. Well, yeah, poached okay, poached egg whites, poached egg whites. Because I've made poached egg whites for Susan with herbs. So herbs, <laughs> herbs <laughs> sauce. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have uh, Tim Carmel. Eggs. Well, for Tim Carmel, I'll tell you what. I want to give uh, uh, Tim some almond butter because almonds are very healthy. Wow. Has anybody gotten avocado yet? Okay. I haven't because I yeah. can't eat avocado because of my gout. Okay, well, Trojan Rabbit. What? Last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll give Trojan Rabbit all the avocados I can't eat. Oh, I okay. you, you fucked that up. You fucked that up. What What did I fuck up? I think okay. Trojan has had the gout. Has he? Well, mm. not all gouts are the same. All right, I'll tell you what. <laughs> let's give. Let's give. Uh, um, here, here we go. Here, here's for Trojan Rabbit. Something I had last night on Susan's birthday dinner for dessert. Is Sue's back? No, she's still at. Yeah, she's back, but she's at uh, Dragon Boat practice in Cleveland tonight. So, oh, okay. um, actually, no, I apologize. We were too full to have it last time. But the last time we went to Thai Kitchen, that's. But I did have the mung noodles last night. Because uh, I had a pad tie, um, but the last time we went to Thai Kitchen, uh, this is for Trojan Rabbit, one of the best desserts you'll ever have in the universe from Thai Kitchen in Cleveland, in Lakewood technically. Um, uh, sweet sticky rice with mango. Oh my god! Oh my, it's such a craveable dessert. It is so craveable. Um, and again, it's fresh mango, sweet sticky rice totally healthy you put that in front of trump he'll throw it at a wall like a toddler i don't want this i want chocolate yeah we spent a lot of time uh sandy's right avocados are wonderful they are i i love avocado but it is has such a high concentration of uh uh, purines uric acid um it's crazy 
that and shellfish or uh, organ meats. Mmm, organ meats will organ. set me off. <laughs> so. <laughs> organ meats. <laughs> that reminds me. <laughs> I really miss having my organ meats. Did you see the latest installment of Good Mythical Morning? <laughs> uh, the I saw the grill one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, the watermelon grill. So. That worked, but why would you think you could put hot coals in a, in a toilet tank? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. It, it, I was like, God damn it! I knew that was gonna happen. It does not take much to crack a goddamn toilet tank. No. You ever see? You ever see those idiot kids that are like, "Let's bust the, the top of a champagne bottle over a toilet," and then it shatters. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. At least that toilet didn't have water running through it. Um, it, <laughs> no, did, it had barbecue sauce running through it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're referring to Good Mythical Morning, a great YouTube channel with Rhett, Link, Rhett and Link, um, and uh, they they tested out different items to to turn into grills or barbecues, um, and uh, they had a pork sponsor. So anyway, they I hope everybody. They did a, por- a pork loin in a in a. A saxophone. <laughs> oh, and then they did the whole selection of meats inside a vending machine. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah, and but what kind of toxic plastic in. smoke was going on in there? Yeah. What's the cool. inside of that, that thing painted with? So yeah, And the the watermelon grill worked. That that's the only one I would do from what they did. The saxophone was stupid. But anyway, we gotta stop talking about this, Joe because it's break yeah, time. I know. I know. I'm sorry, we, we don't have time for calls tonight. we got a lot more audio here. Uh, but I hope everybody enjoyed the healthy options, the dietary options that Donald Trump would absolutely hate. Uh, every one of those things I love, I just can't eat avocados. <sighs> sad. Um, sad. Sad. Hashtag sad. Sad, you can't have an avocado. Yeah. Maybe I could uh, have a salad. Oh, what am I saying? Maybe. Uh, all right. Does anybody uh, have ketchup? Queen, could you give me? Hey, Queen. Oh, you know Brian May, Queen. Hey. <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go. Uh, 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 that's all we got right now. But we'll come back and talk a little bit more about um, uh, President Waistcoat and his big European <laughs> adventure. Right oh. after this. <laughs> Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rockin' more! This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, 
On with the show. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Thankfully, that last segment brought my anger level down. That's good. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, welcome back, uh, of course, to uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the home of it Hello. all. The home of it all. That's not really catchphrase for D.C. No, it really isn't. It's no. a terrible catchphrase. The home of it all. That's a phrase from something. I don't know what the hell it was from. The home of it all. All I know, all I know um, is Trump is not in town. He's out. He's over on the other side of the pond. Sharting around the globe. He's I globe sharting. Like if can he can he stay there? I, I would like that. That was that was yeah. I uh, I would be okay with that. Uh, so anyway, and Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, ain't no party like a Scranton party. Let's head down to Steamtown Mall. Steamtown Mall is dead. Yeah. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like all the malls. Should, should it re- be renamed, uh, the, like, Wisp Town Mall or something? <laughs> something <laughs> Not a lot like of that. steam. There's like just a little wisp of vapor. <laughs> However, attached to the steam, t- behind the Steam Town Mall, mm-hmm. is the Steam Town uh, National Park. Oh, that's right. One of the only roundhouses around are still in operation. Oh. You know what a roundhouse is, right? Yeah, that's no, like, um, isn't that like a, uh, a, a turntable, uh, mm-hmm. a giant turntable for trains to like, mm-hmm. you, you uh, oh. a train pulls yes. in and it mechanically turns around in it? Right. It's like a big train cul-de-sac. Yeah. You drive yeah. into it and then it spins like a big turntable mm-hmm. and turns the train around so it could go the other way yeah yeah that's very cool that's very cool i'd love it to is. see that someday um yes, you will I, I, when you come and camp in my backyard i know <laughs> i'm excited uh, in the not in the dog poop free zone that, well it is it's not bear poop free and i can't vouch no. for the turkeys oh it might be bear and no. turkey poop I, I don't want to get eaten what kind of bear are you talking brown bears because you could punch one of those like, pretty good Black. Shit. Black bears. I'm out. <laughs> anyway, uh, kid, uh, let's but let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get back into it. We could go on go at this for forever, um, uh, but uh, and we could, and it would be funny. But we got to stop being so goddamn funny, everybody, and get serious. 
I'm kidding. That uh, is a serious plane going that to is, my place. That is not a comic plane. That is a serious plane. That means serious plane business, everybody. You just listen to the roar of those engines and think about it. Wow. And get back to me. <laughs> wow. Okay. That pilot. was really loud, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. I was trying to in, uh, add to the intensity. My so. God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, it was really <laughs> that plane was big. It was loud, and oh, I I hope it's going to London to say, yes, Trump. We're going to take uh, all your stuff, but you're leaving. You're staying. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a big uh, U-Haul airplane. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it did sound big. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, this. Is from uh, Jeannie Moose uh, from uh, CNN. Uh, you know, she's she's all, she always does funny short reports, but this one has something very serious buried in it here. Not really even buried, um, but this is uh, about Fat Donnie calling Meg- Meghan Markle nasty. Mm-hmm. He called mm-hmm. her nasty because she called him out for his blatant misogyny. Oh, I didn't know she was nasty. Nasty? For calling nasty. you out for your what you just did right there but calling her nasty? <laughs> you proved your fucking point! She she said that stuff about him before he was even elected. Yeah, she did. It, because we all fucking had his number, unless you're a Trump cultist. And then the only number, you, you know, I don't know. It, 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 what's Trump's number? Is it uh, like 222 or... Uh, 666. Well, 666. I, I just, I don't think he's smart enough to be the devil. Um I just really don't. All right, let's go with nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. Neighbor of the beast. Uh, uh no, that's six six nine. That's neighbor of the beast. Anyway, or six six seven. Uh, all right. Uh, Jeannie Jeannie Moose. Uh, with um uh, uh the story on Trump calling Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle nasty. Hold on to your hat. <laughs> this is going to get nasty. The nastiness started when President Trump was asked about things Meghan Markle said about him as a candidate. With as misogynistic as Trump is and so vocal about it. She said she'd move to Canada if you got elected. Turned out she moved to Britain. What can I say? No, I didn't know that she was nasty. He also praised her, saying it's nice to have an American princess and he's sure she'll be excellent. Then in a tweet, the president said, I never called Meghan Markle nasty. No, I didn't know that she was nasty. He later called the mayor of London nasty after the mayor wrote a harsh op-ed about it. President Trump is pretty much an equal opportunity attacker when it comes to flinging the word nasty. He's called Marco Rubio nasty as well as Jeb Bush and Ted Cruz. Even his current buddy, Lindsey Graham... But most famously, he used the word to describe Hillary Clinton during the same debate in which he said, Nobody has more respect 
for women than I do. Nobody. <laughs> when Hillary made a crack about Trump avoiding paying taxes. Assuming he can't figure out how to get out of it. Uh, but what we want to do is to replenish the Social Such a Security nasty Trust woman. Fund. Nasty woman sure. became a badge of honor, plastered on hats and T-shirts. Go to HillaryClinton.com and buy a limited edition Nasty Woman mug. Trump has made nasty references about Elizabeth Warren and the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, who responded by wearing the insult. Sobre mí fue que I was a nasty mayor, ¿verdad? But now there's a new nasty woman. After Kamala Harris grilled the attorney general. Yes or no, please, sir. The president dropped the nasty bomb on Harris twice. Well, she was probably very nasty. A little bit of a nasty whip. What's that about? God only knows. <laughs> Clearly nasty is one of the president's best words. Such a nasty woman. Genie Mo, CNN. New York. <laughs> I liked it. I like that she put the Janet Jackson song at the end. But it, here's the thing. It, it would not be considered... I don't think it would be considered... Well, first of all, he should never say that in response to something he hears from somebody he doesn't like. Or something he doesn't like from somebody. You should never respond in, in that way. But the thing is, when he looked at Hillary Clinton and said, such a nasty woman, why on earth did he have to say woman? If he said nasty person or, you know, nasty individual or, you know, you're just nasty for saying that or something like that. uh, Well, now that sounds that sounds bad, but nasty woman. Such a there, you know. I've heard people say that, and it, it's not good. Do do you do you want any of us to answer? Because oh yeah yeah please go. I I'm I'm just you know yeah go ahead. When Rain, he says please. nasty woman. He's trying to make it out like she's a a dirty filthy woman. Hmm. And he's he's trying to put it to a point where you know, well, she's dirty and filthy. She's disgusting. Yeah. she's diseased. She's um, a whore. That's what that's what that yeah, that's what that a means. Whore, all that stuff. I mean, you know the answer. Yeah, I mean, that, when, when I've heard people say that before about women, oh, she's nasty. I know exactly what you're saying when you say nasty. It, it's generally. Uh, a sexual connotation to say that you know yes. a woman is loose and diseased. Yes, that's exactly what he's saying, and it it goes down to the point that this man is so stupid and so uninformed and so unenlightened that any woman who doesn't bow down to him or doesn't, <clears throat> you know, uh, prescribe to what he thinks a woman should be, you know, yeah. like Melania. Yeah, if, if you don't yield to the, if you don't, yeah, if you don't yield, everything that's gross. If you don't yield to my specific patriarchy, you're a dirty whore. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what he means. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm using really harsh language. I'm sorry, I'm using harsh language with, with this, but that's exactly what he is saying. Because I've heard people say this before, you know, uh, Trump and others, and I know what it means. Don't don't apologize. I just used the same words. I mean, he's he is the ultimate fucking misogynist. 
And in Everything in kind, after being Megan McCain, not Megan, um, Megan, um, Markle, Megan Markle, yeah, and um, Kamala Harris, and all the women that he called nasty. He well, he proved you know what, Melania. He proved Meghan Markle's original state. Women, po- you know, gave. They didn't post. <clears throat> I'm sorry, nude photos of themselves. No. Yeah, wow. Every one of those Good women point. strong women who spoke on behalf of women. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, find find me one place where, where Melania Trump proved that she was some kind of feminist or proved that she was some kind of woman who said, I'm a woman and I'm an individual. Yeah. I don't like Melania I'm a weeman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't like anybody calling any woman nasty. No. But that, that, Trump is a piece of shit. And here's the thing. Um, you know, and I, I disagree with Jeannie Moose. He has a and, small penis. Uh, uh, yeah, he does. He does at that. Don't um, say penis in this I, I'm going to go a step further and disagree with Jeannie Moose from that because uh, she said he's an equal opportunity insulter. He's used the term for men like, uh, you know, Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or whatever. Oh, what he's doing there, it's like the double misogyny twists there. Because by calling men nasty, he's trying to say those guys are just like the nasty whore women I talk about. Yeah, which makes it really sexist and misogynistic. Yeah, so he's using it, he's flipping it, he's turning it on men to make it an insult and to not just that you're dirty, but you're like a dirty woman. That's what he's doing. I know what I know what all this means. It's it, you know it, it, it's not it's not hard to figure out because that is the kind of person Trump is, and he totally proved Meghan Markle's point, Joe, by calling yes. her nasty after it, she just called him out for being a misogynist. What is amazing to me is that a man doesn't believe in audio or videotape. Oh, it's it's amazing. I mean, that he could actually have the mothballs. <laughs> that's, br- that's what they are. They're like moth BBs. <laughs> right. <laughs> to deny something that they had on tape. Yeah. Like, oh, they're not going to play that. And, and you know, the, the, the double thing is, is that that was Rupert Murdoch's paper. Yeah. The Sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, did you uh, see the promos that that uh, uh, Sky News was running? Yes. <laughs> yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, Sky News, Rupert Murdoch owns that uh, over in, in England, and they have this preview of uh, like a big shadow, a moving shadow over like a bunch of different landscapes in England, including the royal family, and you know, um, I'm, I'm assuming Trafalgar Square, a few other places, and uh, this shadow uh, it finally uh, uh, you it pans up, and you see the baby trump blimp floating in the air and it's and it says he's back <laughs> <laughs> so uh wow that's that's I, I, i'm i'm thinking that maybe when trump saw that uh i i know what happened i got the 
I don't like being called a baby. Where? Where? Don't call me a baby. <laughs> they love me here. They have a baby in a diaper. They think it's my birthday. <laughs> oh, there you go. Happy birthday yeah. with a balloon. His birthday is coming up. His fucking birthday is like the day before mine. I know. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, that's yes. the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life is that my birthday is so fucking close to Donald Trump's. It is literally the worst thing that's happened to me in my entire life. Well, except, I guess, for the death of some family members. Um, it is about the seventh worst <laughs> thing that's happened to me in my entire life. Yeah, I would so say. Yeah, I would re-rank that if I were you. <laughs> well, I did, I did. I, I've, I'm not afraid yeah. to correct myself on tonight's show, folks. No, uh, I'm retconning no. my prior statements. <laughs> <laughs> not the worst thing. Not no, the worst. Okay, I would say uh, the 24th <laughs> because that's the highest number. <laughs> That's the twenty fourth worst thing that's ever happened to me. Twenty <laughs> fourth worst. Yeah, cat. Cat's right. His birthday is June fourteenth. Guess who's is June fifteenth? God. I feel like uh, we're doing that, um, Stephen. Uh, God. Okay. Everything lost in my head. Well, I, I can play this for both of us then. God damn it! There you go. Uh. But we have right. we have some reaction from Kaylee McEnany. You guys remember Kay, Kay, Kaylee McEnany? Oh, Kaylee. <laughs> oh, well, John yeah, Berman, John John Berman decided to ask her about Fat Donnie calling Meghan Markle nasty, and uh, this is how that went. Whatever you think of what the president said, the truth is he said, he said it. it. He said it. Joining us now is Kaylee McEnany, National Press Secretary for the Trump 2020 campaign. Kaylee, great to speak to you as always. Can we just stipulate, can we just reach agreement that the words, no, I didn't know that she was nasty. You can agree that those words were spoken out loud. Well, you're taking the president's tweet out of context. He said, <laughs> the, the president said, I never called her nasty, which he did not do. He never said, I never used Except the word nasty. He, he used the word oh nasty God. in relation to her comments. And I find it interesting when you played the portion of his sound bites, you left hey, out the hey. first part, John, where he was asked repeatedly, what do you think of her comments? And he said back, I don't know about her comments. I've never <laughs> heard these comments. And then he said in response to that, I didn't know she was nasty, which we all know is a colloquial phrase when someone says something bad. So it's just taking uh, I, I guess context it says something bad. I just want to. Uh, so you're arguing is an argument over what nasty was modifying when he was saying I didn't know that she was nasty. You're saying he was saying the comments were nasty, but not Meghan Markle. That's the distinction here. That's exactly the distinction. When you listen to the whole soundbite, he goes on to say it's very oh, nice shit. to have an American princess. We played She'll that. do excellent. She'll we be played very that. good. We, we you played did that. Play, we you played did that. play that. And in, in the oh context of the soundbite, he was saying her words were nasty, her comments were nasty, not her personally. No. And I hardly no. think Wrong. if the royal family oh, thought that <clears throat> he was calling one of their family members nasty, they would have greeted him with all smiles today and well, all the pomp and circumstance it, that he deserved. There was a lot oh of pomp and circumstance. One thing yes, I know from would. all the royal experts that we speak yeah. with is, is that the royal family would do anything not 
to create any controversy or foster any controversy, right. and they wouldn't have reacted no matter what the president said. And that's why Meghan Markle stayed home. Right. Well, Meghan Markle also and stayed home because she was she on just maternity had a, leave. Yeah, she just had a baby, Donald too. Donald Trump actually said, I hope she gets better. How do you go on maternity leave? I hope she gets this? better. <laughs> Did he say that? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I hope she gets better? Yes. Maternity leave? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. No, he, he didn't that, say it. No, he did. He did. He said that in that same interview where after he said, I didn't know she was nasty. I Piers hope Morgan, she it was gets Piers Morgan who did the interview. Better. And Piers Morgan was like, you know, she's, she's on maternity leave. And he no. said, well, I hope she gets better. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening? Fuck. And I heard that. You know, it, it was it was shortly after that with the whole nasty thing where he said, well, I didn't show, know that she was nasty. And time and time again, I hear this whole thing. And I'm like, did anybody hear the fact that I hope she gets better was really the biggest fuck up in that interview? Oh, my God. I mean, that that is that is I, I'm so glad you pointed that out, Rain. I hadn't heard that. Why aren't people all over that? How dumb are you? Well, well, you know, oh, she's on maternity. I hope she gets better. Do you know what the word means? <laughs> well, no, because anytime his wife's going on maternity leave, he's banging porn stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What does he know? Oh, she just had a baby. She's nasty. She's nasty. She's sick. He doesn't even know how the baby got in there. I hope Melania is better. I do. I do. Armed guards. Uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, no, he did. I, I heard it a couple of times. I'm like, wow, oh, I hope she gets better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. That's not an illness. That our, is. Our, our that's recovery. Our president, folks. Oh, yep. God, oh my. Well, yep. here we go. Kaylee McEnany, uh, part two. Uh, you know, again, Trump said it, but he didn't say it even though he said it. That's yeah, the thing. He, he didn't call her nasty. He just said, she's nasty. <laughs> I didn't know she was nasty. That's insane. That is insane. He's a terrible and he person. said he didn't he said he didn't say the word Kaylee McEnany. No, he never said he didn't say the word. He said he didn't call her nasty. He did call her nasty. He said we know he said the word. It's on fucking tape. When you say I didn't know she was nasty, that is saying she's nasty. I've now discovered she is nasty. I hadn't known yes. previously, but now I know that she is nasty. I mean... Simple shit, folks. I understand English. I did good in English. <sighs> I done good. I done good in English. <laughs> I, I done real good. Let me at him. Let me at him. Uh, I didn't so. know she was nasty means, oh, I think she's nasty. Yeah. So... so uh, I go guess ahead, you think she's nasty. Uh, presumably. Yeah, well, Janet well, Jackson will kick his ass. I'm sure Kaylee McEnany will set the record straight once and for all with a big stack of stupid lies. 
But Kaylee, just to be clear, he said, I didn't know that she was nasty. When the president comes out and says, I never called Meghan Markle nasty, it just seems to me a distinction without a difference here. He said it. He said that she was nasty in her comments or in something that she did. So why go on Twitter and just deny it out of hand? Why not just say, this is what I meant? Or if you didn't get it, what I said it the first time, this is what I meant. Because clearly the words are out there for everyone to hear. Because when you turn on the TV screen of several major networks and you see a Chiron that he has called someone's character, someone's personhood, an individual nasty, which he did not do. And in many cases, <laughs> yeah, you were did. good to play the second portion of that, John, where he praises her. But not every show has done that. I've been watching all day. The president wasn't lying here. It's simply being taken out of context. And this is what the media does, which is why the campaign posted the entirety of the audio. But perhaps we need to post it again on Twitter yeah. so viewers and the media understands exactly what he was saying. I, I, I didn't know that she was nasty seems pretty clear to me. Uh, again, real clear. nasty is modifying seems to me to be a distinction without a difference. And, and especially when you do remember that nasty is a word the president has used. You've heard him use that word before to, to talk about women, correct? Look, it's, again, hugely different yes, calling no. someone nasty and calling someone common nasty, but I really think we're missing the forest for the trees here. We're about to <laughs> celebrate nope. the 75th anniversary of D-Day when 150,000 heroes stormed the beaches and saved the world. And we're caught up here about what nasty modifies this contrived media controversy. We've been talking a great deal about the president's trip, and we just did a whole segment discussing how warmly he was received, and we'll be talking about D-Day before. In the the argument here isn't about why he called Meghan Markle nasty or used the word nasty. It's his denial that he ever said it. Yes. Right. And, and you agree that those words were He never were denied said. he said the word. <laughs> he never oh denied he God. said the word. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. This is where we are? <laughs> oh, this is where we are. He never denied he said the word. Word. Uh, he just I don't denied think so. He said the word. He denied he said the phrase, which is on audio tape. In a phrase consists of multiple words. <laughs> he never denied. He didn't deny he, he said, said that one specific word. He denied he said all of those specific I, words. Oh my god, <laughs> this pisses me off so much because goddamn it, Kaylee. This is Kaylee McInerney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honey, go back to... Look, we do ad-libs or mad-libs here. Yeah. I get confused. We do ad-libs. My, Not we, tonight. Okay. We so, don't have time for mad-libs tonight, I get confused with my adverbs and my adjectives, and I am more than okay with saying I'm confused with them. You know, Rain, you would be much better at Mad Libs if I could say um, I need a truth or I need a lie because you could differentiate between the two. Yeah, I would say <laughs> But, uh, I mean... You want a truth? You want a truth or lie? Uh, give me a lie. Nasty. You want a truth? A truth. Nasty. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure I, I know how we can apply those. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just stunned at the fact that they are trying to just the, the swishing around words and making it muddy and oh, trying to 
for any if any of them ever bring up it depends on what the definition of is is again fuck you fuck mm, you yeah. you've done that on crack and steroids and like put it in a nuclear reactor and weaponized it you know uh so <laughs> uh yeah go to hell you know, kaylee mac and enema because seriously, you're just washing shit out of Trump's ass Kaylee and putting Bastiamina. it out there. Kaylee McEnanima. <laughs> washing <laughs> shit out of Trump's asshole and oh, throwing it geez. in your face. Yeah. So. Well. All right. Ken, did you really say that? And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh... Sorry, yeah, I did say that. I, I'm sorry. I am so sorry because I shouldn't have said Kaylee McEnanima washing shit out of Trump's... Uh, I'm sorry, washing shit. I said washing. That's the word I got wrong. I meant to say washing, so I apologize for saying washing because I said washing. I should have said washing. So that's the only thing I'm sorry it's for really, from that statement. really nasty. I never said the word washing. I never said the word washing. You can go back and listen to the podcast, and if you hear it, it's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the literally the logic that's going on here. It's madness. So it's stupid. It's dumb. Oh. And it's maddening because it's so dumb. Because it's so dumb. It's like the dumbest. Absolutely. You know what's really frustrating about this is that the, the the reporter who was interviewing her literally had to take her seriously. I know, I know. Well, yeah, John Berman, but he he pressed it a little bit. I just wish he would have gotten a little bit deeper into um, um, how 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 into deep issue. do you go? I'm uh, not well, trying to be a smartest here. How deep do you go before he like, says, "Girl." You know that you're bullshitting me and you're lying, because this is why I'm not a reporter. Well, what I, what I'm saying is the intent, the intent behind it, like we described, uh, like we explained on the show about how it is, and he didn't go into detail about he was criticizing her for saying that he was a misogynist, and then came back and took said what many people believe to be a misogynistic response to respond to her claims of misogyny. So how do, you know that? That's what I'm saying. Go deeper with it. But Mac and Anima, I don't know. I don't think she can handle that. She'd just be like, "I don't want to talk to you no more." Pretty much. So anyway, we we got to go to the break. Um, when we come back, I'm sorry, no Mad Libs, folks. Please don't leave. Listen to the rest of the show. But we got some other fun stuff to listen to about uh, Fat Donnie's European vacation right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Two or three, I only know that any minute it could 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And also a special thank you to Chicago for bringing the Sues back to me just in time for her birthday. Because she came back, uh, of course, on June 3rd, um, June 2nd, and her birthday was yesterday, June 3rd. And I'm sorry I forgot about this earlier, but uh, she's at Dragon Boats, so hopefully she can hear this uh she might be listening uh, while she's having tacos afterwards. Suze, here's your birthday boner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! And the prettiest girl in Cleveland. The Suze. There we go. So, uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. And I'm sure Susan probably would have something uh, to say about me not playing that uh, first. She'd probably have some questions about why di- why I didn't play that sooner. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Yeah, like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, she, we were laughing about that clip on the car ride home today, so uh, she'll appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, we had a great dinner on her birthday um, uh, yesterday at Thai Kitchen, like I mentioned before. And uh, we also, uh, I, I bought her a bunch of, uh, bought her a bunch of crap. So crap she wanted because it was on her amazon list folks and some other surprises because 
and some things she bought for herself and said, give this to me on my birthday. And I said, yes, I'm not wrapping it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, and for her birthday as well, I, uh, we're storing some dragon boat stuff in our garage. Uh, and I work things around to where, I mean, we, we like have a full, like four foot long wooden carved decoratively painted dragon boat head in our garage and this giant, like, I, I don't know. It's like at least two and a half feet, maybe three feet in diameter ceremonial drum that they use for the dragon boat festival. Um, and I had to get real creative on how to store these things in our garage because our garage is big, but those are two really big items that can't be put just like anywhere, you know? So, um, so I, so I, I spent the weekend figuring out where they would go and got them in a nice place, sent her a picture for her approval when she was in Chicago. And she's like, yeah, that's good. So anyway, so I did some stuff. I did some stuff for my lady. My lady. My lady. <laughs> I tip my fedora. My lady. <laughs> I tip my uh, maxi pad hat. My lady. Um, so we didn't get to talk about the maxi pad hat. Yeah, I didn't know about this until we started the show. Rain. God damn it, that hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. Do it. I should probably. I, I. I have access to a picture here. Um. Uh, go ahead, please uh, describe this magical item before I put it in the chat room. I found the scariest <laughs> picture of her in it, too. Okay, uh, well, <clears throat> my description is not going to be very lovely, but I used to have periods. And when I had periods, I'd love to use freedom. The freedom pads. Sure. Which had wings. Freedom had pads! Wings. <laughs> I'm sorry, they, that, that didn't, they weren't called French pads before uh, 9-11, right? No. No, they weren't. Okay. <laughs> this, her hat. God damn it. Her hat. It, it it looks like, I don't know, man. She just splatched on a freaking maxi pad on her head. It, it, it does with, look with rough. Little yeah. mini wings and a little butterfly on the back. It's crazy. And, and I, when say, I say I butterfly, say, it looks like that might have been tampon strings. I think the ladies <laughs> listening to the chat right now will understand because I understand that men, I get it. But Jesus, that hat know, was terrible. It doesn't bother me at all. Since I was since I was ten. Okay. Did you ever did you ever make butterfly wings out of tampon strings, Joe? Sometimes. Okay, hmm. well, okay, you're enlightened. Sometimes my mother <laughs> used to send me to the store. <laughs> I can't imagine your mother saying, Joe, go Cold. make some butterfly wings out of my tampon string. No, she didn't tell me to do that. <clears throat> God. All well, right, this is being to... a... Go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, I know I know all about this. Yeah, and the, this picture is being a royal pain in the ass. Oh, royal pain, get it? Like, you know, the royal thing or whatever. Um... The hat is just weird. I mean, I know, you know, we we all watched the um that all the royal weddings, and if we didn't, I did. Oh, we and did. so there were a lot <laughs> of really there were a lot of really weird royal hats, but this one just looked like splotch. It kind of looks like like the head, looks like the backside of a depends. Really, I mean, it seems like it would be oh. cartoonishly big to be a 
Well, that makes sense because maybe that was what they used after they got rid of cutting off of Donnie's Depends and oh, oh yeah, his goddamn suit. What <sighs> the hell? His waistcoat, <laughs> President waistcoat, <laughs> was was uh, you know from a waist dump. Joe, did you notice that that um, Jared and Don Jr. wore the same outfit as his father? Oh, dear God. It was mandatory. No, they did, though. I know. It was mandatory. Except that, you know, no. Jared's actually fit. Don Jr.'s might have kind of. All right, I finally got the picture the the picture I wanted in the chat room there of the the maxi pad hat, or again the back the backside of a depends. <laughs> <laughs> look at that look on her face! Isn't that great? No, she's waiting for the blood to drop down into her eyes. She has that look <laughs> on her face, like oh my god, or she's People blowing up my pe- head. She's Look, I know this is nasty, but I catching the heavy flow and having to buy the heavy flow pads. I don't know. She's got that look on her face like she's going to catch the whole gymnasium on fire like in Carrie. So. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't do it. Don't do it, Ivanka. Jared's in there, and he doesn't have any hair to protect him from the fire. Uh, At so least not on his... No downstairs mustache. No. <laughs> no bulls. <laughs> Bull hair. Bulls. Yeah, bulls. There you go. All right, let's get to some of our last audio here. Um, but yeah, the. Are we the- going to eventually get to the Holly Hobby outfit? Oh, I don't think. We, we might have to save the Holly Hobby outfit for uh, for Friday. I'm sorry. All right, I'm putting so, it back in the chat. All right, so Trump, uh, Trump, oh God, Trump was asked about the protesters, the thousands of protesters that have been anticipating uh, Fat Donnie's uh, sharp down touchdown. I'm sorry, in England, jolly old England, not so jolly now, huh? Ever feel like you've been cheated? Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Trump just gave that to you. Gave you. You feel a little cheated. Um, uh, but yeah. So here is uh, Fat Donnie being asked about the the protests and what does he do? Um, let me see. Um, he lies. That's what he does. Oh. He lies about it. Yeah. So just just so you guys know. Well, heads up. As far as the protests, I have to tell you because I commented on it yesterday. Uh, we left. The Prime Minister, the Queen, the Royal Family, there were thousands of people on the streets cheering. And even coming over today, there were thousands of people cheering. And then I heard that there were protests. I said, where are the protests? I don't see any protests. I did see a small (laughs) protest today when I came, very small. So a lot of it is fake news, I hate to say. But you (laughs) saw the, the people waving the American flag, waving your flag. It was tremendous spirit and love. There was great love. It was an alliance. And I didn't see the protesters until just a little while ago, and it was a very, very small group of people put in for political reasons. So it was fake news. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Bullshit. Oh, my God. Today, 
Today on MSNBC, um, <clears throat> first, I heard it like two times with Richard Engel, but on, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, Andrea Mitchell. Yeah. She interviewed Richard Engel, and he was like, Oh, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, I got. What he's saying. I anything. actually have some Richard Angle uh, talking to. Uh, okay, good. But no, I, I have that. But I, I just want to say real quick. This, this reminds me. I don't know if this is a real Three Stooges sketch or, uh, or one that that somebody. Uh, well, there there used to be this radio station out of Pittsburgh I listened to called WDVE, and one of the guys, uh, one of the morning show hosts, uh, would do the voice of Larry from the Three Stooges, and like do just it was funny. Just trust me, it was funny. But there was one where um, uh, he's at Larry's at the doctor, and he goes, "Doc, doc, I can't see." And he's like, well, it's because you got your eyes closed. <laughs> so, or no, no, no. He says, Doc, Doc, I can't see. And the doctor says, why not? And he's like, I got my eyes closed. So that that's what the, this makes me think of, that Trump didn't see the protests. That, you know, I didn't see it. It's fake news. I closed my eyes when I saw him. You know, and literally, yeah, the, the pro-Trump people in the UK. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Maybe. That's true. And they as we know, in England... Said for every 100 protesters, there were maybe 10 Trump supporters. They love me because they, they were carrying signs. I saw them. They think I do such a good job. They want me Jesus. to go right back home. And just that. so you know, in England, they call... they. They call a dozen over in England uh, uh, a a, uh, Twelfth Night. Is that true? No. (laughs) A Twelfth Night. But I call. You're familiar with uh, Mean Mr. Mustard, right? (laughs) Yes, the Beatles, right? (laughs) Right, and and doesn't doesn't Donnie just fit that description? Of Mean Mr. Mustard. Yeah. If you listen to the lyrics. Huh? Yeah, and I about so. <laughs> Sister Pam. You know. Yeah. Takes him out to look at the queen. <laughs> Only place that he's ever been. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, shouts out something obscene. <laughs> Such a dirty old man. <laughs> nasty. I'm a nasty old man. Um, yes. Sexual Vietnam. The thing is, the thing is, is that every every from what I understood, according to news reports, is that he quote unquote didn't see the protests because yeah he took off on in in his little helicopter. Well, he had to find McDonald's. It wasn't McDonald's wasn't going to find him. How much of this watercress do you think I could take? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me my chances, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> And, it, and Dr. Ronnie was there. And he was just like, thumbs up. <laughs> my my diagnosis is thumbs up. <laughs> sorry, Dr. Ronnie. <laughs> I just I just got the, no, I'm sorry, went off on a tangent there. Go ahead, Rain. No, it's fine. I mean, at one point there was video that he actually left uh, wherever he was in mm-hmm. the car and he drove past the um, diaper baby Donald Trump balloon. Yeah. He well, saw it. He saw it. Yeah, well, there's video of that, but you know what I want? They're celebrating my, my birthday. <laughs> the, <laughs> the little yeah. baby. And I, I still keep yeah. going back to, to Richard Engel, who is trying to be... Well, yeah, we'll play that in a minute. A le- 
Huh? Well, yeah, we'll play that in a minute. But I, I just wanted to say real quick. I said, I, uh, you said there's video of him in the motorcade driving past that. I uh, want to see video of him eating the watercress mousse. <laughs> 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 I'll pay. I'll pay anybody fifty bucks. You can get me a shot of him eating that. Um, what is this? <laughs> They're trying to kill me. Call this. Let's crowd. Service. Let's crowdsource this. Uh, we need a picture of Donald Trump eating watercress mousse. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept one with the fresh fruit and uh, cream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? Take that cream. This doesn't make any sense. Um, and you know, he probably had like a, a two liter of diet coke on the table through all that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> a, big, a big thing of Heinz ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the big squeeze bottle. <laughs> if, maybe this fresh would be better if I had a lot of ketchup on. I finished this bottle of ketchup. Can I have another? Hey, Queen, Queenie, <laughs> you can eat that. <laughs> you wear it. You do. You have a, some ketchup under your pointy hat, Queenie. Uh, so <laughs> he probably tried to wrestle the crown off her head and put a MAGA hat on her. Um, <laughs> I gave her a MAGA crown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're having too much fun, do and we don't, we don't have much time. She gave him a book. Yes, I do. That's great. A rare, a rare book written by uh, Winston Churchill. Now, the thing is, is that he's not going to get to keep the book. That book is going to go into the National Archives. But she was like. Here, dear, yeah. here's a book by Winston Churchill about oh. World War II. Perhaps you could learn a thing or two about reading. And Nazis. She knew. And, and is there, did you put like a, book. is there like a $10 bill inside this book? Well, perhaps <laughs> if you get to page, the last 10 pages, but you must read the book. I'm sorry, I dear, but she, there's no pictures in this him. book. You know what Colbert said about that? Hmm. He says, Trump looked at it and says, don't tell me, I don't want to know the ending. <laughs> I, I still love the fact that she trolled him. Here is a gift. Here is a gift. It's about the last group of Nazis. <laughs> it's about your predecessors, oh, asshole. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I can picture her saying, but of course, my dear, there's no pictures inside this book. Yes, there's no pictures. But and please, you should not you use your Crayola markings. Did you see? Don't use your Crayola markings. They're showing the play settings for the dinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they had you know all this fine china and crystal and everything and and silverware and they were, they had the place place for Ivanka place for the queen, the queen and then they got to his and there were crayons and little coloring mats. <laughs> <laughs> and then he stuffed a napkin into his collar. <laughs> I think I've seen him with a napkin stuffed in his collar before. I think when he's eating KFC on the airplane. I think I think that his seat yeah, last right. night was completely a napkin underneath the jacket. Well, we need to find that was, out. That was a huge just napkin. America wants oh, to on, know. People. 
All right, I, we we got to we got to get through this last bit of audio. We're, we're it's almost ten o'clock. So here's uh, NBC Savannah Guthrie talking to Richard Engel in Trafalgar Square uh, in response to Fat Donnie's lies about not seeing protesters. Richard Engel is in position at Trafalgar Square in London, where probably one of the biggest protests has been taking place. Uh, what have you seen, Richard? So we're actually now in Parliament Square. We've been moving with the protesters who started at Trafalgar Square and have been circulating through downtown London. Uh, listening to President Trump, it sounds like he has been in a different city than we have been in. Uh, we have not seen thousands of people out on the streets welcoming President Trump. That sounded to be somewhat delusional. Instead, we have seen thousands of people Somewhat? who have been quite actively, quite boisterously expressing their opposition to President Trump. They say they don't want him here. They are upset that the British government has rolled out the red carpet. Uh, and there are many different groups that have come together on the streets. There are women's rights groups. There are environmental groups. There are people who support Palestinian rights. But they are all coming together with one message in that they do not support President Trump. And the reason we heard so much British politics today is that this country is very much at a crossroads. Uh, it can either stay in the European Union or it can have this Brexit option and they see President Trump there offering a different path. Leave the EU, continue on Brexit and make this trade deal with President Trump. And people who have been on the streets here say they just don't trust this president for the future of the, of, of the United Kingdom. If I get the feeling you've been cheated. Well, you shouldn't trust them because we don't trust them here for the future of the United States. U.S., there U.K., whatever. We've been cheated. You're going to be cheated if, if you don't fucking uh, stand up to your government officials um, treating Donnie but like they, a, fel- they, a human being. But, but look at the people they have. I mean, I mean Nigel Farage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... and, 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 and uh, who visited you know, him? Who visited Trump at the embassy today? These are buffoons. These yeah. are buffoons that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. These are the ones that got him into Brexit, and then after the Brexit vote, said, "Oh, I'm getting out of here." Oh, wait a minute! Brexit's the racist one, right? I like that. I like that one. Yeah, and and Nigel Farage showed up at one of his rallies in 2016. Oh, I remember that. Like, you remember that? Uh huh. Yeah, and 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 now, what they're discovering is is that you can't undo globalization. Okay, you can't go back to the fifties and sixties. Okay, yeah, we're in a different different era. And as much as you want to say uh, you don't want to be part of the world economy, you are, and you are forever. Thank you for that's saying that, Joe. Because. I mean, that's that's what I've said, you know, for a long time. Or you put it very eloquently there. But that's the thing. You're absolutely right. You cannot separate yourself from this machine. It's just like how conservatives want to say, "Oh, well, America is a, a conservative Christian nation." You're totally wrong. We're a secular nation, and you enjoy the fruits of secularism every day. Unless they're actual real fruits, and then Donald Trump hates those. Um, yeah. well, we <laughs> with, know Pence. With we cream. know Pence does. Uh, oh, Pence. Yeah, uh, but you know this is you know this is the thing. You cannot separate globalism 
from being a citizen of the world because guess what it, 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 like you said you, you can't go back no you know this isn't we We're don't have kind of we yeah we we don't have access to the quantum realm or uh, a flux converter you can't do it no and if you did you wouldn't want to yes because we 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 forget the benefit you know they talk about about how american workers Here's a lie about American workers. They didn't lose their jobs because of globalization or because of NAFTA or because of any of this. They lost their jobs because governments lied to them. Mm-hmm. Governments knew what was happening. Political parties. Yeah. And they absolutely refused to prepare people and tell them the truth. Manufacturing jobs are going, and when they go... They're going to be gone coming back. Good. As as uh, Bruce Springsteen so eloquently said, these jobs are going, son, and they ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I mean, th- 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 this is what you know. Governments refute now. All of a sudden, everybody's in shock. You know, and they're and Nigel Farage and and the Donald Trumps of the world are promising, oh no no no, we could we could go back, we could go back. It's it just we got to make deals. Utter bullshit, utter bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Rain, why don't you jump in before we get to the last 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 clip I have for us tonight? No, I got nothing else to add to it. All right, well, I'm gonna play you a little bit of audio. Uh, something sad happened today, but not irreparable damage. It's okay. It's okay, everybody. Um, somebody stabbed a baby today. Somebody, somebody stabbed a baby? S- stabbed a baby today. A liberal? Uh, no, no. Um, really? Actually, uh, really? a a conservative in England who is a big Trump fan stabbed oh, the Trump stabbed the Trump baby balloon. Oh, no. Yeah, the baby blimp. Yeah, she did. Oh, she no. did. And she goes by the name of Based, B-A-S-E-D, Amy, Based, Amy. But I think um, her, her name has uh, been changed to All Your Base be- Are Belong to Us, uh, Amy, <laughs> uh, by the British police, by the London she police. She really stabbed it, huh? Yeah, but I don't know what she cut it with, but she fucked up and she cut her hand and she was like bleeding all over the place. Oh, well. And Isn't it nice that she has British health insurance? And she was, yeah, uh, it is, it is. And she cut her hand. She's bleeding all over. The police are coming after her, saying, "Look, you gotta relax. You gotta, you know, put your phone down. Do whatever." I don't know what kind of phone she had, but it must have been a flip phone from like 2004 or something like that, because <laughs> the video was so fucking bad it wasn't even funny. Uh, but yeah, so this is her getting arrested. And if you listen real close at the end of the clip, of course, this is a Trump cultist in England who is so dumb that she cuts a balloon and herself at the same time right in front of a ton of police. And then at the very end, you need to stop, uh, you know, uh, being mean to me because I'm disabled. She says I'm disabled at the end of this. But, uh, you know... If you're disabled, maybe you shouldn't be running around with sharp instruments and crowds and trying to stab balloons and then cut yourself, you fucking (laughs) buffoon. I don't know, just a a wild theory. 
you know, us uh, atheist libtards, we come up with these crazy theories. Uh, but yeah, here's based Amy getting arrested after cutting the, the Trump blimp and herself. Look at the police. The police are coming after me. Stop it. If you break my phone, what's your number? CE1277. Yeah. I'm going to sue you. Stop resisting. Oh, you can buy a new phone for about three pounds, I think, considering the video quality of this one. Anyway, continuing. You're Listen, wait, first. wait, wait. I need somebody. Stop no, resisting. stop. I'm not, I'm not resisting. You are resisting. I'm standing still. I'm up. standing still. Stop well, I'm only tensing because I've just been assaulted by a policeman. Up. All right. No, I'm she relaxed. hasn't. Relax your arm. I'm trying not to drop my phone. Relax your arm. And it's relaxed. Ow. Oh, hey, should America, you help done? me. These people are assaulting me. America, help me. Ow. Relax your yeah, arm. Relax. Calm down. It's relaxed. It's very relaxed. relaxed. It is so relaxed. Ow. Ow. Oh, that sounds real. Look at my phone. You injured me! Stop it! I'm disabled! That was the last thing she said. I'm disabled! So, uh, you know, well, being you a, a pretty abled. Uh, yeah. Ow! 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 <laughs> that is some bad fucking acting if I ever heard any. But how how did didn't you love that rain when she said hey america help me <laughs> did she think she was on fucking tv when she did that uh no help yourself <laughs> so, just help yourself sorry i went in tom jones there oh my god uh rain, rain are you there what what about the america help hey, me hey america help me I'm sorry, I was talking to myself because I was on mute. Oh, I thought maybe that was the case. <laughs> but no, I did. America, help me. Really? No, we're not going to help you. Hey, America, help me. No, we're not going to help you because no. only 30% of America agrees with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he lied about his Republican approval rating the other day. Good he Lord. said he had like 99% appro approval. Oh, what's wrong with her is she's she's oh. part of the uh, the dozens. The dozens over there, you know. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Hey, America, help me! Yeah, so. No, no, no. No, no. Go, to, go to hell. I have a lot of... First of all, I have a lot of questions about... Her asking us for help. Let me let me start the list. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How dare you ask us for help? You stabbed the Trump. You stabbed a baby. You stabbed a baby. <laughs> stabbed a baby. Fuck. Baby that's stabber. terrible. You. Oh my baby god. Stabber. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a baby stabber. I'll tell you, I don't think there's anything worse than a baby stabber, Joe. Mm -mm. No, mm. baby stabber. Maybe are the worst. A, maybe a multiple I didn't, baby I didn't stabber. Know about this until tonight. Oh, you didn't know about it? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, well, I'm glad I, I was able to surprise you for the end of the show. But that's it. That's all we got. But yeah, so uh, based Amy is uh, I don't. We should call her debase, debased Amy, or. Um, Lambasted Amy. I don't know. That uh, that's really a bad stretch. I have a lot of questions about that stretch I just made. I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Um, 
Uh, Rain, do you have a, a parting shot for us this evening? Um, I don't know. No. Well, all right. I'll let Joe go first. Uh, and uh, if you have anything to add, just I'm let us know. S- but I'm uh, sad about the Trump balloon stabbing. Oh yeah, I understand. I understand. That is, uh, you know, the That's reaction. Sad, sad what the hell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't stab babies. It's not nice. No. Uh, but Joe, uh, what's your parting shot? And if you could please let us know what people can expect from the Tim Coromel show tonight. Uh, the Tim Coromel show. You, you will be taking a trip to Fat Donnie's presidential clothing warehouse oh is it tarps are us mm. <laughs> it could be <laughs> <laughs> could be um <laughs> yes uh, but uh, you yes. you'll you'll see what it is too okay very to a, good to be a fat president <laughs> and to shop and we have the solution at fat donnie's presidential clothing warehouse so just uh well, listen in and Oh, Do they sell tiny this. gloves? Do they sell tiny gloves? You know, uh, uh, Seth called me on that. I didn't include gloves. Oh. In our, well, it's probably in the fall. I'm sure it's in the fall line, right? I did have socks. So. Yeah, fall. <laughs> we have socks, tiny socks. Okay. Tiny All socks. right. That's good. Very tiny socks. We have uh, uh, golf pants with uh, built-in depends, so the yellow and brown stains don't come through. Wow. So, can yeah. you buy can you can you buy a matching hat for that that maybe looks like, you know, the the butt was cut out of a depends? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's, good. <laughs> that's good for the fall line too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's the overseas. Yeah, that's the overseas adventure line. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll have a whole new line for fall. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the, the, anyway, little, the Oshkosh uh, for Jared. Oshkosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why you and Jared? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, Jared. I keep interrupting. Uh, uh, can please continue? Finish your party I, I, shot. Yeah, and you can. Um, well, maybe I could share the uh, the show art with you. Okay. Um, uh, so that you can see Fat Donnie's uh, show art. Let's see. That would be 517. This is issue 517. And uh, let's see. Here's a, a picture of the clothing uh, store. Uh, first, I'm turning up the night. Uh, Fat Donnie's clothing store. There you go. And there it is. <laughs> That's very nice. That's very nice. Fat Donnie's Presidential Clothing Warehouse. Wow. He painted his nails for that. For that ad. Oh, my God. I he just did. burped when he I did. said that. <laughs> he he actually bent over the part. He actually had, uh, he had to bring in Hope, Hope Hicks to do that for him. But uh, Yeah. That That's that's a, that's a, that's another. Solid. That's another thing. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, look. You could get a designer suit for ten thousand dollars at uh, Dolce and Gabbana, mm-hmm. right? You could buy a Dolce and Gabbana suit for ten thousand dollars, or you can get a Dotard and Cabana from Fat Donnie. Uh, wow! <laughs> so, so Cabana does that mean that there's actually a wearable Cabana that Trump can wear? Absolutely. You okay. just cut it out of Cabana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
elves go around the world. I so, literally around <laughs> the world. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm fucking, I, I was fucking with, uh, living in Long Island in the chat room. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Uh, because he, he referred to Donald Trump. He, he said, he's a greedy pick. And then I was like, a greedy pick. And he's like, pick or prick. I, I mean, typo. <laughs> and like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wasn't thinking you were talking about me. I saw the conversation. I was just, it, he's like, sorry, no insult intended. And I was like, I know I'm just having fun. So no, I, I knew that wasn't an insult. I just, uh, I just thought it was a, a very appropriate typo considering the show you're listening to. So <laughs> That's right. So. And by the way, you, this this news broke, and I, it should piss off everybody. But you know the Pfizer, the the the, the drug company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pfizer. Pfizer. Yes. Uh, spelled with a P. A PH. Do you know that that it, it it had its its therapy Enbrel that's for rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Also prevents Alzheimer's disease. Okay. And they never told anybody. Really? It's all, it's in the Washington Post tonight. Okay. Well, that is worth uh, looking in on there. And they it's never told pretty, anybody. Pretty, they because they were making billions of dollars on the, and they didn't want to go oh, to research. They had another so, drug line. They had another drug line. They didn't want to discontinue because they were making money hand over fist on right. There you go. Oh, uh, you Jesus know, You know Christ. something about the, um, the and Viagra they, and the, the Pfizer, right? Y'all you, you didn't, didn't know this? No, I, I didn't. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, here's my parting shot. Pfizer is a company who I, I'm, I've got very mixed feelings about because they used to do a lot of really good research. And so back in the um, 90s, I had a friend who did Q and A with Pfizer, mm-hmm. and um, she would come home, and so all of we lived together, and so she would come home. And she's like, "We we're re- researching a really amazing drug, and it's supposed to help everybody's heart." But she, literally, she said, "The problem is in the trials, uh, a lot of people are getting erections." Oh. Well, there you and go. That that drug turned into Viagra. Are you saying their penis is swelled? Don't say penis in They were literally penises in the broom. Um, and so they decided to get rid of it as a heart drug and they changed their research and turned it into Viagra. To a boner drug. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we, we got to, we really have to wrap things up. Here's uh, my parting shot. All right, there you go. And Joe, you're done? Oh, yeah. By the way, Apple is discontinuing iTunes, everybody. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. I'm a little taking it up into three parts. Yeah, I don't mind because I'll still be able to keep my iTunes because I use iTunes to categorize and, you know, uh, organize all the music for the network. My software will still work. I'm not worried about that. I just won't be buying anything from them. I'll still buy Amazon Music. I can't even tell you the last time I bought a song from iTunes. It's so irritating. Their catalog is so limited and stupid. It's dumb. 
But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up. Uh, check out the Tim Caramel Show coming up, everybody. And uh, again, happy birthday to the Sues. Good luck to Adam Hebert uh, on your big move tomorrow, brother. Uh, we're all rooting for you. And uh, that's it. Oh, and by the way, yeah, Trump cultists in England? What the fuck are you thinking? That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, America, help me. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated?